From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There was some drama going down at city council. <laughs> oh, yeah? Over what now? Uh, a I assume t- everything. So a Toronto city council, the head of municipal licensing and standards... I guess this is who it was that he snapped. So this was going down at like 8.30 last night, and things were running late, obviously, when you listen to this clip, and people were on edge, and they just didn't want to do it anymore, and they were frustrated, and they had other things to do, life things to do. And so this was a Zoom call where everybody's working from home, remote locations. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's Carlton Grant. Is that who they said it was? That's who the that's who they suspected is anyway, um, but here's what went down. Anything I have is the motion that I. All I'd right. Like to... uh, sorry, excuse me, Speaker. Why is the rest of the agenda because being deferred? Because we it's, it's quarter past eight. Because you can't yeah. get your yeah. done. Yeah. Oh! Because we want to finish by nine o'clock. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Who just said Look that? that? Who said? Okay. Councillor Ainsley. Oh, he's not even there. Councillor Ainsley, you owe us you owe us council an apology. I don't. I don't think he said that. I don't think he said it either. Say Sound it. like Paul. The name popped up on the bottom. It was not him. It's it's Carlton here. It was my mistake. <laughs> I apologize. Paul, oh, own it. <laughs> so you did say it. Apology accepted. It's been said and, apo- and the apology has been accepted. Speaker, should we move forward, please? Yes. I agree. Let's yes, move forward, please. please. Oh, <laughs> so, Carlton Grant. You're not yourself and you don't have a Snickers. No. Carlton Carlton Grant. My favorite part is that he said that. And then on somebody else's call, he made somebody else's baby cry. Listen to this. Play it again. Play it again. I have is the motion that I... All right. Sorry, excuse me, Speaker. Why is the rest of the agenda because being deferred? Because we... It's, it's quarter past eight. Because you can't yeah. get your yeah. done. Yeah. Because we want to finish by nine o'clock. Whoa. Who just said that? Who said? Baby was like, my ears. You know know you're frustrated when on a Zoom call you make somebody else's baby cry. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got to play this for you. So Twitter uh, unveiled spaces. So they were beta testing it, I guess, back in October. A few people got a chance to use it, and now everybody's using it. Uh, Twitter Spaces is essentially their version of Clubhouse. Oh, God. Are you serious? Yeah. So Do you, I have it now? So you might have it now. So you can, you can go on, create a room. You can invite people to the room who are allowed to speak in the room, or people can just kind of go in the room and observe what's going on without the ability to speak in the room. But as soon as Twitter allowed people to start using spaces, it became a war between Selena fans and Bieber fans. <laughs> 
like oh, instantly, no. instantly. That's why that's why Bieber v Selena is trending today because it <sighs> became. It I'm telling you, it became about. Um, Bieber rooms being infiltrated with Selena fans and Selena rooms being infiltrated with Bieber fans. And if you have any idea, if, if it sounds messy, like when I say you go on Twitter and you start a room and you can invite 10 people and yeah. everybody's given the opportunity to talk to me, that sounds like the last thing in the world that I would actually want to do with my time. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So here is, if you, if you're, if you're wondering what it sounds like to hang out on Twitter spaces, take a listen to this. Stay out of black business. Yeah. You are not black. Shut your mouth. Look how mad you're getting. This is so embarrassing. It's not that deep, girl. I know you're racist. 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 I know you're I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> yes. So these are Bieber and Selena fans going in yes. on each other? Yes. Yes. Okay. But so I didn't hear the word, no, the no, name they, Bieber no, or no, Selena. They, they just war with each other. Play the, play the next clip. Trying to get drowned out by song. <laughs> That's what Twitter spaces sounds like. <laughs> Instant regret. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You got to hear Beyonce's dad go off during this interview. What happened? It's awesome. It's so good. I haven't heard from Matthew Knowles in forever. So uh, Leah Henry uh, has a podcast called uh, Leah's Lemonade. And, and Matthew Knowles was doing an interview. Yeah. And they're getting along fine. They're talking all this stuff. And Matthew Knowles absolutely goes off. So Leah brought up the fact that some fans are complain are comparing Chloe Bailey mm -hmm. from Chloe and Hallie mm -hmm. to a young Beyonce. Okay. So this is Chloe and Hallie, as we all know. Baby mama Beyonce's Parkwood label. Okay. Right? And Beyonce, like, handpicked. Like, like she's very inside that world. Mm -hmm. Right? So you would think that Matthew Knowles would be receptive to the idea that maybe people are comparing Chloe Bailey yeah. to a young Beyonce. So here's how this went down. Oh, no. Hold on. People constantly compare Chloe to Beyonce, um, a younger Beyonce. Do you see the comparison, like the same thing that you saw in young Beyonce? Do you see that in Chloe Bailey? You gotta be kidding me, right? 
You asking me that question? Oh, damn. Yes, I want to know. Are you actually serious that That's... you're comparing that young lady to Beyonce? Are you telling me someone's an idiot enough to compare her to Beyonce mm -hmm. talent-wise? She's very talented, but Beyonce's that, a Yes or no? Are there people saying her talent is equal to Beyonce? They're an idiot. Oh, Period. Oh. Well, boop. Well, there you have it. Listen, that, I'm just that, that's, that's, that's actually insulting to Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, you know, oh. if you wanted to call out some like Barbara Streisand or you know, some people like that. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Really? <laughs> Chloe is talented though. She that's why Beyonce picked I want to get off this topic. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh damn. <laughs> Was he trying to get like the oh, beehive all amped up and on his side bro, that or something? He was having like none we all of know, that. like Beyonce is the queen and everything. We no, get that. Nobody is but, comparing Chloe Bailey to Beyonce now. No, but you could see like the you can sorry you can hear the comparison um, of a young Beyonce. Yes, you can hear the similarities, and right? I, yes, and of course when you have Beyonce who's kind of like molding these two young ladies, helping them out with the with their career. Right. Why wouldn't she be somewhat of an influence on right on them? Right? Like, Matthew Knowles is on some next level trying to start some stuff. Thank you. Like, this is actually does a disservice to Beyonce to like, say I, this kind of stuff. And nobody's comparing Chloe. Nobody is looking at Beyonce in 2021 and saying, yeah, Chloe is a good comparison. No. What they're looking at is they're looking at Chloe at the age she is now, and they yes. look at her potential. And they say, look where she's starting and look who she is right now. What's the limit for this young woman? And then they're saying, well, maybe, you know, maybe she could get to Beyonce levels. That's the comparison as a young Chloe Bailey to a young Beyonce. But Matthew Knowles is having. I need to listen to this again. having no part like, of this. Like, this is the first time I'm hearing all, this. Bro, it's so good. And I'm in shock. Listen People constantly compare Chloe to Beyonce, um, a younger Beyonce. Do you see the comparison, like the same thing that you saw in young Beyonce? Do you see that in Chloe Bailey? You gotta be kidding me, right? <laughs> you asking me that question? <laughs> yes, I wanna know. Are you actually serious that That's... you're comparing that young lady to Beyonce? Uh -huh. Are you telling me someone's an yeah. idiot enough <laughs> to compare her to Beyonce talent-wise? She's very talented. But Beyonce's a yes or a no. Are there people saying her talent is equal to Beyonce? They are idiot. Period. <laughs> well, boop. well, there you have it. Listen, that, I'm just that, that's, that. that's actually insulting to uh -huh. Beyonce. I mean, you know, if you wanted to call out some like Barbara Streisand or you know, <laughs> some people like that, like, come on, man, really. <laughs> Chloe is talented though. She that's why Beyonce picked I want to get off this topic. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Maury, come in here for a second. Explain this Dion Warwick thing to me. You sent it to me like I should care, but I don't know what it is. Dion Warwick is the queen of Twitter, okay? First of all, it's let's just say right now, it's you're it's not Dion Warwick. She's not tweeting. Do we not know that. Do not pause, ruin pause this for a second. Me. Do pause. not ruin this for me. Pause for a second. We know it's not Dionne Warwick. She know, said I'm it's not Dionne Warwick. But in my mind, I'm thinking she's sitting there in front of a laptop. But you know she's not. But you know she's not. No, I, but I don't need to know that. I know that, but okay, I don't on. need to know okay, that. But, but, oh my God, but, what's going on? Okay, so explain <laughs> to me why I should care. I guess that Maury sends me stuff all the time like I should care with no context. Okay. Like so zero context. Yesterday, she was offering to write people's Twitter's, Twitter bios for them. 
So everyone, mm. like I'm talking hundreds. No, but I'm talking hundreds of people <laughs> were begging to have her write their Twitter bio for them. Okay. So explain. So what happens? So somebody says to somebody, "Can you write my bio?" Is that the, that's like the she tweet? Like people responding to her tweet about writing the bios, and mm. she would respond okay, pause, back okay, to people. Okay, pause for one second, Mori. Mocha, explain to me what this bio thing is on Twitter. What 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 people do? So oh, it's at the top like, of your Twitter page. Yeah, when you go to your Twitter. Okay. Right. You have one. You have a bio. No, 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 no. I mean the, the idea of having somebody else do it. Like, is this so, a thing that people are doing? That I don't know. No, okay. no, no. She was just bored I and think, offering to write yeah, those okay. bios. On your Twitter right now, under your picture, when you go to your page. Oh, I know the bio. Yeah, it'll I say that. I just didn't know it was a thing where, where famous celebrities are no, writing. No, it isn't a thing. But she okay. was just sitting there going, if you need a bio, I'll write one for you. So Dionne Warwick goes on Twitter and says what? If you if you need a bio, I'll write a bio for you. So I wrote back say, and I said, please, can you write a bio for me for a young gay guy in Canada? <laughs> Still with the young gay guy. You're huh? almost 50, bro. <laughs> I am not. You're closer to 50 than you are 30. <laughs> Facts. <gasps> That's your bio. Use that. <laughs> that just hit me Boom, like a ton of bricks. Here, yeah, I'll write your bio. I'll write your bio for free. So anyway, so so she was writing bios, and then Maury, you said, can I get a bio for a young Canadian gay guy? Heart, heart, heart. <laughs> You didn't even say yourself. Like, did you, you should have just met like some any any random Canadian gay guy. Yeah. And then she wrote, uh, "quote I'm a hard headed. I'm hard. I am hard headed and ask questions that Dion Warwick has already answered. Sorry, this is who I am now. This bio was written by Dion Warwick. She called me hard headed. That is like the best compliment. That means like smart. I assume. This oh. is, <laughs> I mean, yes. So what? Now that's on your Twitter bio. You know, I have did you change never... your Twitter bio? No. Oh well, oh, why not? Why? I why tried to, but it, it, but apparently this is too long. So I need her to write me a new one. <laughs> well, it's the first time that's so ever been you... a problem anymore. <laughs> 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 also, closer to fifty than you are thirty. Oh, uh, no, no, no. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Get ready to spring forward. Yes, sir. We lose an hour, but that's okay. Because at 7 o'clock in the evening, when the sun is still bright, you're going to be thinking to yourself, I don't care I lost that hour of sleep. Well, I might. Unless you're, like, super sleepy that day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'll, Um, I'll be fine by Wednesday. 2 a.m. is when the clocks go ahead. Saturday night into Sunday, Dan and Maury decided to make some cold calls to people across the country. Love it. To find out how they feel about losing an hour and what they would have done with that hour had they not lost it. Fair enough. Hello? It's the uh, clock fairy known as the Dan and Maury with the Roz and Mocha show randomly calling people to remind you that your clocks are going ahead this weekend. Oh, thank you so much. Does that upset you at all? Um, I just had a baby, so I'm in a haze of diapers, and <laughs> I don't really know what time it is, so I don't think it really matters. Let me tell you this. I am so poor, my only funds are daylight savings. What? It's a joke. <laughs> do you get the joke? <laughs> I do, I do. I'm familiar with your jokes, and I oh. do. Thank you. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Hello? It's uh, Maury oh. with the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you today? Uh, I'm all right. Are you ready to change your clocks this weekend? You're losing an hour. Uh, don't tell me that. Now, if you had that hour, if it wasn't stricken from you, what would you mm-hmm. do with that hour? Honestly, I would probably, well, if COVID wasn't here, I'd probably hit the casino. So you're saving money, though. <laughs> wow. Yes. Who in your life are you so happy that you get one less hour with? One less Oh, yeah, that'd be easy. I'd probably have to save my mother. We just don't see eye to eye on some things. Hey, you know, I'm so poor, my only funds are daylight savings. <laughs> yes? Hi, it's Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. Um, who are you and what do you want? Well, it's the clock fairy, and I'm calling to remind you that you need to spring forward. Uh, not interested. Thank you. Uh, How upset are you that the clocks are changing this weekend? Just a minute, just a minute. Rasta, just a minute. Rasta, yeah, okay. Good afternoon. How upset are you that the clocks are changing this weekend and you're going to lose an hour? Oh, it, it is? Okay. You didn't know? No, no. Can you and I quickly sing the famous clock changing song? <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. The hands, the hands on, on the, the clock, clock go, go round, round and round. Not an actual song, by the way. <laughs> the hands on the clock, hands on the clock go, go round and round, round and round, round and round, round and round. round, and round. Hello? Okay, you sound like somebody that is really, really angry and, and livid that you're going to be losing an hour of sleep this weekend. I thought we canceled daylight savings. You did not get the memo that we did not. <laughs> oh, yeah. What would you have done with that hour of time if it wasn't, like, r- ripped out of your hands? I'd wake up to have sex with my husband. Oh, yes! <laughs> are you aware that you have to change your clocks this weekend and are you upset that you're losing an hour i've lost a lot more than an hour in my lifetime oh <laughs> well let's yeah. just narrow it down to this weekend are you ready are you ready baby we're ready like freddy can you and i sing the uh, the time change song together and then i'll let you go three two okay. and one the hands on the hands clock on the clock go, go round and round round and round and round Round and round. I gotta complain. You're not. You're not giving it your all. You're not singing it for me. There's people looking at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Oh my gosh! Hi. Hi. What's your name? Jada. <laughs> Jada. Okay. Uh, Jada <laughs> texted us just now, Roz, and it simply reads, "I'd really like to talk to Roz and Mocha." <laughs> oh, okay. How old are you, Jada? Hi. I am 24. I just turned 24. Oh, well, happy uh, belated birthday, I guess. Um, Thank you. So what do you want to talk about? So um, yesterday I posted this video of me dancing to like a song you guys were playing. Uh-huh. And you you it on your story and Roz said like, oh, that's so awesome. I was like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, by the way, Roz, you're my favorite. No offense, Mocha. Oh, and okay. he left me on red. And I'm pretty upset because I listen to the show and Roz gets super upset that no one picks him. And then when someone picks him, he just ignores it. So I'm pretty upset about that. What did I do? So I, le- I, I, I left you. What did you just say? You left me on red. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that means. What does that mean? You open the message, you open the message, and then you just didn't reply. 
Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> you open the message, you like, saw it. Yeah. And it shows on, on Jada's side there, when oh, she opens the DM, sake. she sees that you've seen <laughs> what she sent you. Oh. And you didn't acknowledge. And he's still your favorite? Damn, I Jada. Where, I don't even know where I find this. Where do I find your this? DMs, what am, what man. am I looking it's for? On Instagram. <laughs> oh, Jada, there we go. Okay, but what did you send me? I you said that's awesome. You yeah. replied to my thing. What, do you, mean? Yeah. what no. did you send me? Did you not watch a video? Yeah, and I said she that's awesome. I wrote you. Yeah. And then I said, Oh, thanks. And by the way, you're my favorite because you're always so upset that no one picks you. And like me and my mom love you so much. And you just left me on red. Like, I thought you'd be more excited to be someone's favorite. <laughs> well, I was excited. <laughs> Get out of here, Jada. You clearly don't listen to the show okay, enough. Okay, home for God's sake. Um, <laughs> so you posted a video, and I wrote, that's awesome. And then you wrote, thank you. You guys are the best. And Roz, uh, you are my favorite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, what do you want me to do? I'm a busy guy. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Well, okay, I listen. just wanted to say thank you guys okay. so much. Hold on. Just wait. What would you like me to write? In a perfect world, what would the response have been oh, that I would have written? Oh, my gosh. In a perfect oh, world. Would, anything. Like, sky's world? the limit. Sky's the limit. In a perfect world, what would the response have been? Oh, my gosh. Um, thank you, Jada. That means so much to me. I'm so glad you're a listener. And looking forward to catching up with you again in the future. Well, and then I'd know that this would be an ongoing thing, and then a, Roz would be my friend. That's a, <laughs> that's a bit of an overstep there, I'd say. But, <laughs> this wow, this guy's your favorite. World. Okay, hold on here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm almost done. Oh, my uh, thank you, it's Jada. It's not genuine, though. Well, listen, I'm giving the girl what she wants. That's what fans want, right? Uh, thank you, Jada. That means so much. Uh, you're amazing and can't wait to catch up with you more in the future. Oh, so pathetic. XO oh, Mocha. <laughs> Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jada. We got to go. Love you. Uh, love you. Bye. Bye. Love. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, Matt James the Bachelor and his dad need to sit down with Oprah. Bruh. I so, did not think that interaction was going to go the way it did on last night's episode. Because everything on The Bachelor right now is just sort of all for naught because we know that... Um, that he picks Rachel, and then during that time of her picking her, uh, that all this stuff came out of her racist uh, social media past, and then I don't know what happened, but everybody's now just sort of focused on what's the conversation going to be during after the final rose. But the interesting thing was last night was Matt's dad showed up. He had his dad show up, and it was a very different father-son uh, meeting. But before we get to that, Matt tweeted this. He said, tonight's convo with my dad was hard to experience, and it was just as hard to watch all this time later, especially knowing the world is watching with me. I just wanted to say that too often uh, we see dangerous stereotypes and negative depictions of black fathers in media, and they have constant consequences when presented without context. All I hope is that people watch the conversation with nuance, care, and also an understanding that there are real systemic issues at play. I'm so proud of myself for being vulnerable, and I'm so proud of uh, my mother, uh, who I wouldn't be who I am with. I wouldn't be who I am without my dad. Uh, that's a fact. So this is the conversation that went down last night on The Bachelor. I'm thinking about my life and and the things that I feel like I've missed out on because I guard my heart and I guard 
my feelings and emotions because of what I've been through with you and what I've been through with our family. You can't, you can't do that. You got to let that go and just open up, man. Well, I think part of that for me is having this conversation with you because it's not something that we've talked about, you know? Right, in a very long... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I needed you, you weren't there to have those conversations. You started other families. And I need to know where your head was at so that I don't make those same mistakes going forward. I don't want you to make that same mistake because we never had this conversation before. If you had came to me in the past, I would have had this conversation with you if you wanted to talk to me. Yeah, but... I mean, I would have talked to you. Yeah, but that's that's what that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, yeah, there was never a time to have that conversation because I needed it when you weren't there. I hate to stop you though. I didn't have that either. Damn. My father was killed when I was five, man. So, yeah, I'm gonna take some of that blame of being not showing up as a father figure much as supposed supposedly it's supposed to be. But did you know what I went through? You want me to tell you the real deal, what I went through? Do you know what I went through with your mom when you guys were like two or three? You want me to tell you the real deal, bro? I came home one day, your mom and your mom was gone, bro. For good reason. Oof. Who wants to be with someone who's not going to be faithful to him? Nobody's perfect, son. Yo. Oof. So, I don't know, man. I could be alone in this, but I kind of... That's a lot for The Bachelor. Yeah, I feel like his dad, obvi- Matt's dad, obviously didn't know that he was going to walk into this conversation. No. That's just, the bachelor way, though. I know, That's but the bachelor I just, way. I don't know. I just don't think that this conversation should have been had on the show. And if I it, think Matt should have recognized that. But maybe you're caught up in the moment. You forget that the cameras are there. As right? we, yes, I fully agree with you. But there, there's a, there's an aspect to this, and we'll play Matt's reaction after that conversation in just a second. But there's an aspect to this of maybe there's a chance that this conversation between Matt and his dad would never have happened without the show. True. Because we've seen that a lot. Well, here's how it show. played out shortly after. I'm not here to discuss me and your mother's relationship and stuff like that. I'm here to celebrate your success. This isn't a celebration. This is a journey for me that I'm going on and, and for me to get through and I'm having to address these demons that we're talking about right now. And these are the hard conversations that we haven't had that I'm ready to have. That's that's why you're here, Dad. If, if we wanted to go celebrate, we'd go to Chuck E. Cheese. I, I, I wanted you here Damn. because I want to have a relationship with you going forward. And for me to have that with you, you have to know where I'm at. Frankly, I don't know what I could, I could take away from this conversation. It doesn't seem like it's hitting home for him. I remember growing up, he'd come around every now and then, drop off some shoes, buy his pizza. I didn't need shoes, man. I didn't need any shoes. Oh, man. It was like one of the most, I don't know, uncomfortable moments that I've ever seen on The Bachelor. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. But maybe, again, maybe this conversation doesn't happen without The Bachelor. I don't know their relationship. But, um, you know, Matt had said that it it was hard to watch. But he didn't seem to regret it at all. Yeah. No. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Rachel Lindsay, on whether or not she accepts Chris Harrison's apology. This, if you remember, Chris Harrison, this is where it all started for him when he was defending uh, Rachel Kirkinall, mm-hmm. um on Rachel with during an interview with Rachel Lindsay. And then the backlash against Rachel Lindsay was so fierce that she had to deactivate her, her, um, her Instagram. And then on Good Morning America yesterday, Chris had apologized to her and so Rachel Lindsay on extra last night uh 
was asked whether she accepts Chris's apology. I wasn't expecting him, you know, to address what's been going on with me because this is the first time we've heard from Chris. But the fact that he did address the harassment and the hate that I've been receiving, I really appreciated that. As for the overall apology, do you accept it? I do accept the apology, Billy, and I think it's important for me to say that because I haven't really talked about you know, Chris and the statement, because I'm, I'm not trying to make this a Chris versus Rachel. But the fact that, once again, you know, this isn't the first time he's apologized to me. He apologized again on GMA today, and I, I do accept that. And I think it's important for me to say that because we need to move forward. And for me, for us to move forward, I need to accept the apology so we can all be better from this situation, what which do? is what we what, want. What does moving forward look like? What, what's the best positive that could come out here? I think that, listen, in 2020, it was all about people realizing things that they hadn't before. It was a level of awareness that was created that people hadn't necessarily recognized. And out of that also came conversations that we should be having, whether they're tough, uncomfortable, whatever it may be. Isn't that what this should be as well? It's bigger than just The Bachelor. It's bigger than just a reality TV show. There are a lot of issues that have come up because of this interview. And I think it's important that we continue the conversation. We continue to move forward. And I think that's the best thing that we can hope out of all of this. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Emmanuel Acho, who is the author of Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, also his YouTube channel, which is uh, Uncom- Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, does good interviews. Um, he is the guy, if you haven't heard of him, who's stepping in for Chris Harrison to host After the Final Rose. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a great choice. And he was on uh, Good Morning America this morning talking about walking into this situation and how you have the conversation to maybe move forward or shed light or educate on the problematic racially insensitive history of Rachel Kirkinall, especially if you read the spoilers of the show is the one that Matt actually winds up picking. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is Emmanuel this morning. My initial reaction was, Yikes, that's not a good look. My secondary reaction was everybody pumped the brakes because I believe her photos were racially insensitive and racially ignorant. Racial insensitivity and racial ignorance can play itself out as racism, but it doesn't necessarily classify someone as racist. Any difference, uh, as Chris Harrison said, between racially insensitive in 2018 and racially insensitive in 2021? No. Absolutely not. The, there, there's no difference. There's an awareness. In 2018, 2017, 2016, 20, as far back as I can go, celebrating or reenacting, even if it's just by attire, a antebellum plantation party or an antebellum plantation festivity is wrong. It's interesting that he says awareness because we talked about this not that long ago with just that word antebellum. Mm-hmm. And my only knowledge of that word was from the band, was Lady Antebellum. And they'd been around for years Forever. and years. Yeah, it was, it was stacking, only recently. Stacking Grammys. A couple of months that they changed their name. I had no reason to, there was no reason to question it because mm-hmm. nobody else questioned it. Nobody yeah. else ever brought That was my only, and I had, and it's interesting, it was just one of those things where I was like, that band name makes no sense after I found out that the girl in the band wasn't named Antebellum. 
And then after right. that, I was like, I don't understand your band name, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but what do you do now? And what do you do now with Chris Harrison and uh, Emmanuel gives his thoughts on whether this series can even contemplate continuing with Chris Harrison as host. Would you like to see him come back as host of this show? Is it in the best interest of Chris Harrison? Is it in the best interest of the show um, for them to continue to mutually move forward? This is the most uncomfortable conversation in the history of the Bachelor franchise because it's not just about relationships, but now it's about race. Are you walking into this, would you say, with a theme and an absolute goal in mind to get accomplished at the end of it. My mission for After the Final Rose is very, very, very simple. Allow my white brothers and sisters who have watched the show and fell in love with Matt's story to understand that Matt's love story and his journey of love is different than other journeys of love, particularly because of his complexion and his skin color. You think this guy's going to be the new host? I don't think he'll be the new host, um, but I, I think he's valuable. I just don't know how they use him. Um, Beyond he, after the final roast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, he could be. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I've never seen him host something before other than his show. He did a great interview on Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man on his YouTube channel uh, with Matthew McConaughey when yeah. McConaughey was promoting his book. It wasn't that uncomfortable. It was actually quite comfortable yeah. between the two of them. Um, but the show is still called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man because they do get into they, – they do – it's civil – it's civil discussions about things that are normally polarizing and it's conversations that people genuinely, generally feel uncomfortable having because one, out of fear, um, but two, they, they don't, they're never given the opportunity to have these conversations. And it's, it's a really interesting place that he's created on, uh, on YouTube. So uh, anyway, he is uh, your host for After the Final Rose. And uh, check out his YouTube channel. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Okay, get ready for it. Today, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening? It will be Talk to me. a high of 15 degrees. Oh, jeez. And that's why I'm wearing a tracksuit. Yeah, why are you wearing a tracksuit? You're wearing a full Puma tracksuit today. Yo, were you wearing that when you got in here today? Yeah, and Shem died laughing. I've never seen Shem laugh so hard. You were on the radio with us not that long ago. Is this your new? You just changed into that, didn't you? No, why would I change? No, I showed up in this. I do you know who you did not notice? Do you know who you look like? Who's that? You look like the the villain in uh, Despicable Me who wanted to shrink the moon. Oh my God! Yeah, in part one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Why is good it? One. Why right. is it that when I leave the house and I look in the mirror, I'm like, I look really good today. I come in and then ten seconds in, you make me feel horrible about no. what I'm wearing. Uh, uh, first of all, I don't do that. You make you feel horrible about what you're wearing. <laughs> Stand back. Let me it's, see the full it's not, Maury. It's usually not my words that make you feel bad about what you're wearing. It's the tightness. Oh yeah, those are super tight. Yeah. So is this Yo, your new? Is this your new second. thing now? Why are you wear sneakers with that? Why are you still wearing your boat shoes? Uh, this is all I own. Is this your new thing now? You're obviously look. Trying we were to make cleaning out the closet because my my uh, drawers broke yesterday. Yeah. Not my jeans, like the drawers, my okay. clothes are in broke, and I found this at the because there's too much clothes in it. Yeah. Um. So Matthew like big found clothes? what size? <laughs> this guy, huh? Matthew. Matthew found. <laughs> are they heavy clothes. Matthew found. Matthew <laughs> heavy clothes. <laughs> Okay. Matthew found this in the bottom. He's like, try this on. I want to see if it fits before I throw it out. And I tried it on. Yeah. And I said, yes. I look really good in this. 
He said, you can wear it one more time. Really? <laughs> like, wow. I don't think... Like, <laughs> I don't think you look bad. I just think it's a look. Like, it's a he whole thing. He said it looks like I gave up on life. No. It's brand new, so I would say no. if it was, like, really worn out, yeah, sure. Also, I could go through your Instagram and come up with 15 different examples of times that it looks more like you've given up on life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no joke, right? Uh, I think you look good. I don't know. I don't know what Matthew's problem is. this is what you wear like you're going for sandwiches on a Sunday. <laughs> this is a great outfit. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's okay. I will say this. It's not so much enough. When you do the um, matchy, matchy puma, as we used to say when I grew up, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys did. I say puma. Yeah. You never Which, said puma? What? No. No? I always found it weird when somebody said puma. Yeah. I only ever What's said puma. What's the right way? Puma. Puma. Okay. No, Puma. Uh, when you wear matchy, matchy Puma tracksuit. Puma. Okay. <laughs> it's not so much an outfit as it is costume. Right? That's a whole thing. Oh, because you're playing thing. a role of a runner. No, no. It's a whole thing that you're that you're committing to with this. Oh, like wig sequence. Like I this get isn't it. this isn't something that you can wear one day and then go back to wearing blue notes and a polo shirt the next day. You're saying I have to now wear tracksuits all the time? That's sort of what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. based on finding one thing, I now have to invest in many. I would say yes. I would say yes. And I'm not sure if Matthew would be cool like that. Sounds like he might be open to the idea. <laughs> 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 but no. Stand up again. Stand up again at the, the risk of... Hold on. Let me see here. Turn around. Yeah, it fits. It fits. Are you going to ask me why I'm clenching my butt cheeks? Yeah. It happens naturally. <laughs> Your natural state is clenched? Isn't yours? <laughs> you got something going on. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You see this Eddie Murphy clip? No, what happened? So he was on with uh, Mark Marin on uh, Mark's uh, WTF podcast talking about why he took such a long break. Because Eddie Murphy just disappeared, right? Like, yeah. You didn't I see mean, him anywhere. I mean, he was making really, really terrible movies. But Eddie Murphy just disappeared. And this was shortly after, I don't know if you remember, but he was just on a, on a, on a tear of, like, any Razzie award that they could give to Eddie Murphy. I think he won three Razzies in one year, one time. Wow. Right? So uh, this is Eddie Murphy. I wonder Murphy. if he has those, like, <laughs> on the mantle somewhere. <laughs> Home, you think? I know, I know. If you don't show up to that award show, yeah, do they send the award in the mail? Know. I don't know, I don't know. But people have shown up. I remember when um, Halle Berry showed up to accept her Razzie. They right. mail it to you, right? They mail it to you, like they have Eddie Murphy's address. For God's <laughs> sake, Maury. Um, <laughs> but uh, but this is uh, this is Eddie Murphy on with uh, Mark Marin. Are you going to go back? Are we going to? Are you going to do the hour again? You think after the plague? The, my, the, the, the plan was, because I had stopped making movies in 2011. I was like, let me take a, a break from movies. I was wow. making <laughs> movies. And it was like, this is fun. Yeah. They're they giving, me, giving me Razzies. I think they gave me a, the worst actor ever, Razzie. Oh, <laughs> no. It was like, hey, maybe, it's time, maybe it's time to take a break. You <laughs> get the, the worst actor ever, Razzie. Maybe I need to pull back. Maybe it's time to pull back a little bit. <laughs> So yeah. I was like, let me take a break from it. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, I was only going to take a break for a year. And all of a sudden, you know, six years go by and I'm like sitting on the couch and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm, I kind of could sit on this couch and not get off it. But, it's, but I don't want to leave it, you know, the, the last 
bunch of shit they seen me do was bull. So I was like, let me get off the couch and do some stuff and remind them that I, I'm funny. Because <laughs> if you remember, it was like he had a string. It was Adventures of Pluto Nash, I Spy, Showtime. Those three movies were released all in the same year. Oh, no. And then, yeah, and then he had that big string of Razzies in the year where they gave him the Worst Actor Ever Award. <laughs> Yo, but he was like... You know, he did all those Shrek movies. Yeah, no, he did all he did all right? the he did all the Shrek movies, but then he did Tower Heist, which I don't uh, even remember that one. Mr. Church, don't know then, that one. Yeah, and then he came back, and when he did come back, he came back into Dolomite, which got him a Golden Globe nomination. Right, and now he's sort of back. But the rumor was is that Eddie Murphy was getting ready to go and do another stand up um, set. Oh, and, okay. And the story was that. Um, Kevin Hart was looking to book a tour and they started investigating dates and every date they tried to get, um, they couldn't get because the venues were already booked and they were being booked up by Eddie Murphy. Oh. So this is, and this is right before COVID hit. Yeah. So Eddie was getting ready to go back and do like a full year on the road. And then I'm guessing record some sort of Netflix special or something like that. Right. Uh, but that's what happened. And then you know, obviously nobody can tour. And here we are with coming to America too, which I put this on the same list as Tower Heist and Mr. Church yeah. and Norbit. You know, somebody, coming to America too is so bad. Somebody messaged me on Instagram over the weekend. Yeah. It was like, yo, are you going to watch Coming to America too? Yeah. And I said, I heard nothing but bad things. Yeah. And like 45 minutes later, he messaged me back and was like, this movie, I had to stop it yeah. halfway through. Yeah, it's because not Because it's not, it really isn't good. And, and, even, and the, even the kick of nostalgia isn't good. Like for the first 10 minutes, you kind of feel great because yeah. you're seeing these characters again and it's Eddie and Arsenio and you feel really, really great about it. Uh, but the movie is just not, it's just not good. It was the biggest debut on streaming history. Oh, of course it was well, because yeah. they promoted the hell out of it. Yeah. And everybody um, loved the original, so why wouldn't you want to watch yeah, yeah. the sequel? I mean, after you saying what you said, and this <laughs> other guy on Instagram who messaged me who was so hype about watching it, yeah. and then like an hour yeah, in decided yeah, to stop yeah. watching and it's it. Sad, and it's sad. Do you and have to watch the first one to get this one? Um, yeah, I mean, it helps. I mean, everybody saw the first one. Yeah. But um, but no, it's just not like, I don't know. It's not. It's not good. I'm happy Eddie's I'm not, back. but I'm not going to put that on my list. It's not good. I think I'm okay. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM Deep Dive. When you have nothing to say, why do you always say it to us? Hi, Deepo. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Oh, ho, ho. I've got some good stuff planned for you today. So Deepa is in charge of our DMs now. So if you want to DM us, um, just feel free. DM us anywhere. Uh, Deepa's going to find it. And then every day you're going to come on the show and start going through some of the Roz and Mocha DMs. Mm -hmm. Okay, what do you got today? <laughs> already laughing at this one. Stop it. Okay. Question. Yeah. Serious question, okay? If you had to be in the middle of a human centipede, who would you have oh, in no! front of and behind you? So basically, the real question here is, whose butt would you want to sniff? Okay, okay, hold on. And who would you want to sniff your butt? We, haven't we not had this conversation okay. before? I don't want to have it again, though. I don't want to have the human centipede conversation. So is, like, are we, like, who's in, who else is involved in the centipede? You can pick who you want. No, I don't want to. But why not? Because I don't want to, okay, there's a couple things I don't want to do. I don't want to be put in a position where I start having to go through my life, like, thinking of my mother where I would want her in my human centipede. Oh, no. Right? 
Okay. Well, you gotta say that, <laughs> right? I don't. I don't. I don't want that. Well, regardless, I'm first. Okay. In the yeah. human centipede. Yeah. Okay. I want to be in the front. Sure. You want to be in the front? Why? Uh, because my mouth's not on somebody else's butt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I feel like I feel like the person that you don't want in front of you. Is Maury because he eats a lot of boiled okay. eggs. So stop, 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 stop. Next question. Always first. Always first. I guess I guess that was like a not really answer stop question, it. but stop kind it. of answer. Stop it. Stop it. You're the the worst is the middle. You're the devil. I don't oh, wait, care. Or I don't want to the end. I, I can't no, the worst the, is the middle. Guys, I can't have the human centipede conversation. Okay, right. we'll skip that. Let's Sorry left. for making you feel uncomfortable no, about your life. Just stop. <laughs> So this one is in regards to the podcast. So this person says they caught up the other day and listened to episode 218 and wanted to comment on the dating apps discussion. They said, so effing accurate, all of Ross's comments on dating apps and the people who are on them. So this person has been on their dating app for seven years, uh, worked themselves into meeting two guys who all failed. She said she's a single mom, so I'm not jumping at anything or anyone. Um, I just tried a few years ago and it was a no-go. And she says she's from a small town, so she thinks that hmm. she's known her partner for like her entire life and she just has to find it out the hard way. See, I've never used a dating app. I have lots of opinions on dating apps, but I've never, I because I was hooked up before, like when I was single, like the only thing that was around was like Lava Life, mm-hmm. right? Or like plenty What's of- What's Lava Life? Exactly. Thank you, Deepa. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Have you used a, did you, have you used a dating app? No. You've never used a dating I've app? I've never used a dating app. Why is that? Because I met my partner when I was 12. Oh. We went to middle school together. <laughs> did and you then, Yeah, really? we did. Have yeah. you been, have the you guy been boyfriend, girlfriend? No, no, no. No, you. no we started uh, dating- in first year university, yeah. but I knew him from like the age of eleven. Really, but it just like. But you like never, magically. you never before that, like before university, you never tried like a dating app. No, you uh, never did I, any. Can I let you in on a secret? I didn't have a phone or any sort of ways of having a dating app because my parents didn't allow me to do it. Oh, Remember, oh, no. I'm brown. This right. is like dating apps is like, what is that? <laughs> right. Like, just find a partner. Do you, so. feel, do you feel that you missed out on something I when you hear the stories? I don't think so, to be no. honest. I'm just like, they sound like horror stories. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm happy. What so. about, what about friends of yours? Do you know anyone that's like been trying to do the the dating app thing? Yes, a lot of them are on the dating apps and they hate it because really? it's like a blurred line. You don't know if people are on it for the right reasons. It could just be like for a fun hookup type of thing, but a lot of my friends are looking for serious relationships at this point in their life and they hate it, but they send me screenshots of everybody who's like sliding into their DMs and I'm like this is a sh- I can't say the word, but like sure, a really ahead. crappy show. So. Why don't you get us some of those DMs for tomorrow's <laughs> show? Oh, they'll make you super uncomfortable. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you do want to send us a DM, they are always open. Uh, Deepa's going to go through them and uh, come back and we'll do this every day. We'll try and get through as many DMs as we can. Uh, but Deepa, thank you so much. No problem. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. Hi, Victoria. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. How may we help fix your life? Well, simply, I want to move to BC, but my mom is making me feel guilty to go. Ah, uh, yes. You wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, both you and your fiancé are in love with BC. Where are you guys now? Uh, we're in Burlington. Okay, so just outside Toronto. 
Yeah. Uh, you said that you've been there many times, and every time you're itching to go back, it's gotten to the point where you want to move there, but you're an only child, and every time you mention moving out to BC, your mom throws a guilt punch at you saying things like, how could you do this to us? You'll be too far away. We'll never see one another. Uh, I fear that if we don't take this jump, I'll regret it and eventually resent my mother for guilting us into staying. Am I wrong? Hmm. How old are you, Victoria? Uh turning 29 in a couple of weeks all right go move to bc <laughs> yeah it's tough i know i know I, um what's your relationship like with your your mother now i assume it's great oh uh, we're all really close um me and both my parents actually we, we're really close um we've been through a lot and i don't know i've always leaned on them and i like, when i was younger i used to get homesick often so i think that's part of the fear yeah mm-hmm. It's so difficult to recognize when you're when your own parent, the person who is supposed to love you more than anybody, is being manipulative. And that's what's going on here. And your mom is wanting you to live the life that she wants you to live. And she's sort of using the we'll never see each other, making you feel like you're abandoning the family. They, they, they throw it all out there at you. I think that the, the, the play here is because you will resent your mom. And I think that it's okay to tell your mom that, you know, that you can see how this is going, that you just have such a desire and this like calling, uh, you know, you want to, you want to take this adventure that you know that if you stay, the only reason you're staying is because of her and just tell her straight up, if I do this, I worry that I'm going to resent you and it's going to affect our relationship more than me moving to BC ever could. I think you can be honest with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing, I think that you sort of spin it into a positive and say, hey, you know, I'm an only child and... You know, you and dad raised this. You and dad raised a smart, confident, adventurous, caring, loving, you know, wonderful girl who, you know, is willing to risk because the only reason you're willing to risk things is because you know that you have people in your life that even if the risk turns out to be a huge mistake, they got your back. And that's them. And this is the person they raised. They raised you to make these decisions. They raised you to be adventurous. They raised you to take these kind of jumps in life and put it on them. So, Victoria, with your fiancé, how do do his folks, are they giving him uh, the same kind of treatment or giving him a hard time? about potentially moving out to BC? No. I mean, every okay. time we mention it, they keep their, they're pretty, like, they encourage us to go and yeah. they say that they'll visit and whatnot. So yeah. what about your dad? What's he saying? Cause you said your mom's giving you a hard time. <laughs> my dad's kind of quiet. He usually stands by my mom's side um, in, in these, uh, these kind of situations. So he hasn't really said anything. Does and his family is here too, right? Yes. Okay, I, I, I could understand the difference being, say that if his family all lived out in B.C., and then you were going out there to then be closer to his family. Well, what does that mean then? What does that look like? Does that look like that every other Christmas then you're you're staying out there? Does that look like every other? So then their, their time, their potential of time to see you is then cut in half. But that's not the case. If both of your families still live in and around, you know, Toronto, um, mm. you know, you, you both have motivation to come back. The problem is it would be cheaper if you guys moved to Florida. Because flying from Toronto to BC to see family <laughs> can get really, really expensive. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that is sometimes, you know, where you're like, God, like I, you know, I miss my mom and it's her, and it's her birthday. But realistically, if I show up there for four days, because one, I got to work and I got to do everything else, that's like 1500 bucks. 
Yeah. Right. For the two of us to go out, like, it's a lot of it's a lot of money. But I think that you just put it on them and say, you know, you don't want to resent her because you know that's exactly what's going to happen. But also, you know, you are just living the life of the woman they raised, which is, you know, a, an only only a positive thing. Yeah, I think part of me also thinks that it's it's a it's definitely a fear because she's an immigrant and she you know she left her family behind in another country and I feel like that's kind of being projected onto me right now. Sure, it's her guilt, not yours. Yeah. And I'm sure she had a reason for doing it. And it's not an unusual story, but she mm-hmm. knows she knows how easy it is to jump on a plane and leave your family because that's what she did. I'm not saying that she shouldn't have done that, but it's her guilt, mm-hmm. not yours. Right. Take the leap. At least that's what I think. And I'm sure Roz agrees. Take the leap. You and your fiance are grown ass folk. And uh, if you, you feel like you want to make the move and you know what? You may head out there to BC and realize you want to be back home anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can't uh, come to that re- realization until you jump at it and and take a chance. Right. I hope that helped. Yes. It kind of reassured me. <laughs> yeah. OK. Yeah. You 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 go and have that adventure. Awesome. You, you got to do you it. Thank you so much. You got to do it. All right. Take care, Victoria. <laughs> Bye. Bye, love. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. <sighs> stay away from Twitter. On Fridays, I try my best to stay away from Twitter because of all the WandaVision spoilers. Right. I'm telling you right now, dude, yeah. do not go. I haven't been. I haven't. On Twitter at all, at all because there's so much. No, I know. New episode dropped. I watched it before the show started. Yeah, you came and watched it this morning. I came in extra early for this. Yeah. I got everything I needed to get done first. (coughs) And how was it? Without spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. But how was it? Were you happy? Beyond happy. Mm -hmm. Yep. I didn't really like the last episode. No? No. I did. And I think... I wasn't, I'll tell you, I wasn't a fan of, um, I liked the Agatha reveal. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of the, like the, the witch basement dungeon. They sort of lost me on that. Really? Yeah. The show took a turn. I think, but they needed that to, I guess they really didn't need it to explain. I didn't like why the, and what. Hey, okay. Put it this how. way. I, I was so I fascinated. No spoilers. Um, but I was so fascinated with all of the possibilities of mm-hmm. where WandaVision could go. Right. I was fascinated with the way that they decided to tell the stories between episodes like one and five with the yeah. sitcoms and everything else. I was I was completely enthralled with the mystery behind it. All of that stuff. It just seemed so unique in the, the way that they were telling these Marvel stories. A throwaway? And no, no. But I was I was I was really, really looking forward to 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 where they decided to take it. And after they got out of the formula and the brilliant storytelling with all the sitcoms and revealed what the mystery was, I thought it was it felt like a huge letdown for oh, me. Really? Yeah, yeah, like a massive letdown. And and there was just been so many rumors of like, you know, massive surprises, massive surprises that even when those sort of things did happen, they kind of felt like a letdown. Yeah. Like I didn't like the last I didn't like the last episode. No. And you know, and wow, I, and, I, and I'll tell you I'm not that like I'm excited to watch the finale today, but I'm yeah. not I'm not as pumped as I was in weeks past when I, I, when I couldn't wait to find out what the hell was going on. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. No yeah. spoilers. Yeah. Um, but it is 47 minutes. Yeah. Right? So we get almost an hour. Yeah. Um, I'm happy. Yeah. 
I don't. I'm okay. not going to spoil it. No, no. And I'll, but I'll tell you, you could even spoil it right now. And I and I don't think that I would be any. I, I don't think I would be disappointed. Oh, yeah? So. Yeah, no. Thirteen you can, minutes uh, in, honestly, Wanda. No, honestly, you could. Oh, I'm just you kidding. Could. I'm not I don't, and it wouldn't bother me just because I. I they sort of they lost me on the last episode. Really? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. I think you might like this one. I like the Agatha the reveal, finale. but I didn't like what they did with it. I didn't like. I wasn't interested in the sort of witch on witch kind and of thing. The other day, you were saying that the um, was it the director had said that this is like a a one one and done. Yeah, only one season. That's it. You don't need anything else. Yeah. You don't need any more. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that they did it that way because I am fully satisfied. And right. Put an end to that chapter of Marvel stuff, and I'm now ready for Winter Soldier and and Falcon. Do they arrest drops. Wanda for imprisoning three thousand people, or no? <laughs> you want spoilers? <laughs> so I'm just wondering. Fifteen minutes in, yeah. Hayward and the squad. Which one's Hayward? He's the, the big boss. Yeah. Okay. I don't like that guy. Oh, okay. So yeah. uh, I'm just kidding. I'm He's not gonna, gonna say anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm about to ruin a lot of people's day. Again? Which I, I sort of secretly love ruining people's day. Is this going to be another spoiler alert? No, 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 no. Well, okay. yes, yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yes, absolutely. What, absolutely. Absolutely. This spoiler alert uh, comes from a doctor on TikTok named Karan Raj, who has like 3 million followers. And spoiler alert, according to Dr. Raj, if you drink coffee, you're also drinking cockroaches. Excuse me? Listen. Just so you know, if you drink coffee, you're also consuming cockroaches. Pre-ground coffee, like you get in most stores, contain ground-up cockroaches. Certain percentage of coffee beans become infested with cockroaches and other insects. Usually, they can't be processed out completely. So, they just get roasted and ground up with the coffee beans. Most food authorities allow a certain percentage of bug parts in our food. Cockroaches are high in protein. If you're allergic to cockroaches, I'd stay away from pre-ground coffee. <laughs> You know what? what? I don't care. You don't? I don't it care. It doesn't bother you that you're drinking cockroaches. No. At Give all. Give me all them roaches. Really, nothing. There's nothing. no bother. At all. Really. Like, really. It might, you know, bother me just a tad. What would bother you? If cockroaches don't bother you. Cockroaches are disgusting, by the way. They are. You ever, you ever lived in a place that was infested with cockroaches? Not infested, but. Maury, you have come on in here, Maury. I lived in, I lived in a cock, I, I like, I, I was, I, there's so many cockroaches in one place that I was living in. Yeah. It was like, I was leasing from them. <laughs> like they weren't Gross. in my place. I was in their place. They give you a break on rent. <laughs> You're right. My Morning. dad once killed a cockroach in the clock area of the microwave. And for the next 20 years of my life, I had to look at that cockroach every time the clock counted backwards. We lived in a place where the cockroaches were so bad that somebody once told me that they gravitate towards dark, moist places. So I slept in underpants for three years. <laughs> Shut up, man. I did. <laughs> I did. Did you say you woke up once with one yeah. on you? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, like, I, I lived, after we moved out of that place, uh, thank you for reminding me of the terror morning. Of course. Morning. No problem. That's what uh, I'm here for. After apparently. we moved out of that place, I had cockroach paranoia, like PTSD, for yeah. years afterwards. Like, if I was sitting on the couch, and if the wind blew... And it caused the curtain to make a shadow on the wall oh behind God. me. Yeah. I would immediately instinctively slap the wall. 
Like, Why? Because there were roaches behind? No, no, because I would think that it was a roach. Oh. If if I uh, if if I like crossed my legs and a little bit of my pant leg touched my ankle from the other leg as I crossed them, <laughs> I would kick my no, own leg no, thinking that it was a cockroach. You woke up and they I, were in the folds of your pajamas. Yeah, I know. No, I I I felt that cockroaches were on me all the time afterwards Gross. because one morning. I woke up to go pee because I slept in underpants for all those years. I woke up to go pee and I stood at the toilet and I lifted my my underpants forward so I could go pee. And a roach fell out from the waistband of my underpants that had been that had been stuck in there. That had been stuck in there all night. And it fell and it fell into the toilet. It fell into the toilet. And at first I was like, oh my God, thank God at least it was dead. And then I started peeing, and as soon as my warm pee hit it, it started kicking. How did you have ladies over. It wasn't cool, man. It wasn't well. Also, look at me. Um. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Lindsay. Happy thirtieth birthday! It's Roz and Mocha. Oh my god! What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is so cool. Your best friend texted us, although your best friend did not leave their name, and told us that you are such a big fan of the Ron's and Mocha show and uh, that we should surprise or ask if we could surprise you with a phone call. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, she's the best. I've been listening to you guys in forever. I've been on maternity leave. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you. Boy or girl? Ah, uh, boy. What's his name? Hudson. Hudson. And how's he doing? Yeah, uh, he's great. Uh, and how have you been feeling yeah. over the uh, the past little while being on mat leave? I've been feeling great. I yeah. mean, it definitely is a different looking maternity leave than how I originally anticipated it to yeah. be. But I mean, I got we got to keep Hudson all to ourselves and not have to share him with anybody and watch him grow. So, which is great. I, I can't ask. Yeah, I can't ask for a better one. Where yeah. did the name Hudson come from? Um, I don't know to be honest. No. Um. We were going in between Lawson and Hudson. Oh, nice. And Hudson won. You ever seen Hudson Hawk? No. No, it is a very... People slept on this movie. It was a Bruce Willis movie. Uh um, Sort of like an action comedy. And it was one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies because it's so it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But I've always loved the name Hudson uh, ever since that ever since that movie. And you're the first person I've ever met who actually called their kid Hudson. Really? Yeah. Hudson, I believe, is going to be is going to turn into a very popular name. Yeah. Uh, 1991 is uh, when the movie came out. Action comedy. And it's available on Netflix right now. Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Starring Bruce Willis. I mean, that's when I was born. So (laughs) you were born at what? 91? 91. Hold on here. So you were born in 91, eventually named your kid Hudson. Had no idea that Hudson Hawk existed, which is one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies. Also came out in 91, 1991. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. This is not interesting to anybody other than me, by the way. <laughs> this is this is one of those things where it's I've I've, I've now inserted my own likes into your life. <laughs> it all makes sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to you. Uh well, listen, well, we, we, we just wanted to call. I know you uh, you got a busy day with Hudson there um, at home with you, so we just wanted to call to wish you a very happy birthday. And, it is awesome. And thank you for, for spending your day and how much ever time you have throughout the day uh, with the Roz and Mocha show. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks You're for welcome. taking the time. To hey, uh, Lindsay, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite, though? Oh, I've never, I've never been asked this question. Um, ah, it's so hard. It's, so, it's for different reasons, each of you. But, I feel like... But, but... 
You've listened to the show. You know you can only pick one. Um, I feel like it's got to be Mocha. Yeah. Ross, yeah. Ross was sitting here rubbing his temples already from the time I asked the question because I think he he had an idea that you were going to say my name. I did. Uh. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lindsay. We love you. Thank you so much. We love you too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. They asked people. Um. Oh God, what the hell is it? Oh, what your favorite month of the year is? Oh. I know this is dumb. Yeah. I know this is dumb, and I and I and I whip by this story like six times, and then I found myself going back to it in my own head over and over and over again because the story suddenly started to mean something to me. Okay, <laughs> because I started to get passionate about it. Okay, Nor- normally I wouldn't care, but it wasn't it wasn't a cut and dry decision for me as far as what's your favorite month. It's a stupid question. I know, dumb. Okay. So you don't have an answer? No, I do have an answer. Oh. I do have an answer. But if I asked you what your favorite month was, what would yes. you say? July. July. Why July? Because it's right in the middle of summer. Okay. You know you still have the rest of August to get through before September hits. And okay. July is always and I'm a big fan of stupid hot heat. Yes. I hate the winter. Yes. I don't mind the winter, sorry. But my favorite season of the year is summer. Okay. And July, smack dab in the middle, still lots to enjoy. You've already enjoyed a part of summer. You still have more summer to enjoy. And on those odd years where that summertime heat could potentially last right through September, Mm -hmm. sometimes leading into October. Mm -hmm. So July is my absolute favorite month of the year. What's What's your least favorite? Do you have a least favorite? Yeah, like January. January, huh? Sucks. Yeah. Kiss my ass, January. Okay. <laughs> Kiss my ass, January. Yeah. Uh, damn it, Maury. I have two. Oh, two what? Favorite month. No, you can only have one favorite month. But let me explain. No, I would like you to name your favorite month, please, and oh, just play one. by the rules. Okay. Well, I love December because of Christmas. Okay. And it's warm. It's fuzzy. It's warm. Well, because of the fire oh, the feeling. The, the feeling, feeling is feeling. warm. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Oh, Christmas is the best. So December is your favorite month simply because of Christmas. But. Mm. No, you're only allowed to give one. But. But. What's your least favorite month? Oh, my least favorite is January as well. Okay. But also, I was going to say March because, like, there's such a stretch between, like, no, days no, off. You've said December. Yeah. No, no, that's not my. F- no, I'm saying you least favorite. You just said your favorite and is Ross December. And Ross explained to you already okay. to say your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> February because there's three paydays. Um, March did not get a lot of love. March was people's least favorite month. Mm. Uh, and this is difficult because once you, and again, we've talked about this before, which is one, if you ask people who live in Canada, yeah. you will probably get much different answers than people who live, say, in the U.S. This is one of those things where you really realize the differences between uh, Canada and the U.S. when it comes to a stupid question like, what's your favorite month? Okay. Because for, there's a lot of people in the U.S. where July and August are just too hot. Mm-hmm. Right, too hot. Not for me. Up here, I love it. Yeah. Right. So the overwhelming favorite of what your favorite month was was October for people. Why? Really? Yeah. Because oh, of Halloween. I guess weather. No, the weather is. People love fall, right? Yeah. And, the and fall is the bad. sort of thing that mm. everybody agrees on. I don't. You don't hear a lot of people complaining. My mother in the summer yeah. is like humidity. Sorry, she never pronounces the H, so it's it's so humid out. <laughs> Right? Like my mother will complain all summer long that Mm. it's too hot. Right? People complain all winter long that it's too cold. Nobody really complains about October. No. Because the weather's perfect. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. 
everybody can agree on it. You could layer, and if you want, you can remove those layers. Exactly. What yeah. about the months with three paydays? What about that? Yeah, but no, no, no. I mean, whatever. Paydays. Who even counts that, Maury? Well, uh, us people that aren't you. No, no, no. But I guess that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I guess. Why but, not, right? So, but then if you're going to say like October because it's not too humid or cold, but then you could also, I guess, say like May. May was number two on the list. Same thing, right? Yeah, exact same Different for the exact side. same reasons. Huh. For the exact same reasons. But uh, but I thought a lot about this. And what I kept going back to was I started to feel that even though Christmas is in December, yeah. that I started to feel that December was my least favorite month. Least. 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 Wow. Yeah. Why? What's your uh, reasoning? It's so busy. Mm. Can I change your it's mind? It's so busy. December is the month where I feel the most overwhelmed. Yeah, but the really? tree. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I love Christmas. Don't so get me wrong. what's your favorite then? Uh, my favorite is, I thought October mm. at first, because simply I've never felt anything other than just fine. Yeah. Right? In October. But you know, I got a sunburn in July. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. There's this guy in Texas who went to a car dealership to buy a BMW that he just fell in love with and Same really wanted girl. to make the down payment. So the dealership let him use the car to go to the bank to go get money for the down payment on this BMW. Wait a second. So a guy shows up at a car dealership yes. and says, I like that BMW right there. I yes. plan on buying that BMW right there. Absolutely. All I need right now is a car to get me to the bank so I can get the down payment. Can I borrow the car that I love and will buy as soon as I get back from the bank? I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Idiots. So according to court documents, this yeah. happened in the summer of 2019. Uh -huh. Okay. So dude goes to the bank and goes up to the bank teller and he's got a fast food bag in one hand, hands it over to the bank teller. Inside the fast food bag was a note that read, this is an effing robbery. Play with me and die. I want $10,000 in 50 and $100 bills right now. 10 grand, that's it? Yeah. You got one minute or I will kill you. Oh. And then the bank teller looks up at him and the guy flashes a gun and says, I ain't playing around. I only want hundreds and fifties. So the bank teller gives the guy the money. Okay. And he goes back to the car dealership and starts flashing the money around. Look at me. I got cash. I got cash. And goes to the finance office and puts down 3000 bucks on this BMW that he really wanted. Okay. The 3000 that came from the bank that he just robbed. At the same time this was happening, one of the employees at the dealership gets a phone call tipping him off saying, hey, be on the lookout. There was a robbery at a bank in this area <laughs> that happened like seconds ago. Yeah. Here's the description of the car. Person at the dealership was like, hold up. That's one of our cars. Hold on a second here. Is this true? Is this a real story? This happened because in Texas, because yes. I find it very difficult to believe that, that a bank would get robbed. And then within minutes, somebody at the bank would be like, my God, we got to call the BMW dealership. No, no, I guess call the authorities and then like some, I don't know. And then know they start what, calling around to I don't people? know what happens in, in this part of Texas. Very efficient. If businesses are then called or people are then so alerted to. What was, the, what was the plan then? Was the plan to put, to, to go and rob a bank and then go to sit in the, in the, in the finance office at the, at the dealership and put your name down and like show your ID and, and all that and stuff? And fill out all the paperwork? Yeah. Like, so wait a second. So you go and you rob a bank and then you go pay for the car why wouldn't you rob the bank and then just steal the car i don't know i don't know 
You that's had the, the car already. That's why this guy's an idiot. I understand working that hustle where you go to the BMW dealership yes. and you're like, I need this I need this car to go to the bank. Yes. And then you go to the bank and you rob the bank and then you're on the lam. Sure. You don't go to the bank, rob the bank, and then go and finance the vehicle right. with the stolen money. That's why this guy's an idiot. So then the cops show up at the dealership and they arrest him, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Right? Like, yes. Well, he's negotiating clear coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want the upgrade, son. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How are you? I had a terrible morning, actually. I feel like I'm about to cry now, but it's tears of joy because you guys are just the best. Okay, so what's your name, first of all? Sarah. Here's a text we got from Sarah, Roz. Mm-hmm. I just want to say my power went out in my entire neighborhood, and it's been the absolute worst day. I went downstairs to make my morning tea, and I couldn't because the tea machine didn't work. So I said, okay, I'll just have water. Now there's so much traffic trying to get to the highway because the stoplights are out, and I look like a disaster because I got ready in the dark. But it's still a good day because when all S hits the fan... The radio still works, and I still got my Razamoka show. How long have you been calling it a tea machine for? <laughs> it's one of those ones that is half coffee, half tea, so I don't know what you call it. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like your, your traditional kettle? No. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. And and my car was stuck in the garage, and I couldn't reach the cord to open the garage manually. <laughs> oh, no. Why? Because you're too short? <laughs> Yeah, it was oh, awful. girl. So what happened? Did you have to go get somebody to help you? <laughs> yeah. How's your uh, How's your outfit? I know you had to get dressed in the dark. Sometimes that's problematic for me. It was not. It's not great. No. Oh, girl. Yeah. You just because you can't go. You can't go for colors or even anything specific. You just have to sort of like look at the shades of what they are in the dark and yeah, hope they they generic. match when you get out of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to go off memory. Yeah. So what's the uh, what's the color palette today? Um, I'm wearing like green pants with a white shirt and like a pink cardigan. Wow, you sound. <laughs> that's like the outfit that you'd see somebody on a float. <laughs> yeah. No, you're dressed like a rainbow today. You know, girl. you know, there was one day last week in here doing this show that yeah. I had to get up when I told you guys that I had to go pee into uh-huh. the bathroom, and it's because I had to go turn my underpants around. What? Yeah, yeah. Stop it. I, I did. I had, I left the house one morning with my underpants on backwards. How and did I you couldn't, not know? And I could not understand why I was getting such incredible wedgies doing this show. Because the little part, well, I don't mean little part. <laughs> no, you said it. No, so. I didn't. No, it's, no. If you said it first, no, it's the truth. Sorry. The, the, <laughs> okay. Is, what, what sounds better? The little part was in the back or the skinny part was in the back? <laughs> I don't know, Sarah. Which okay. one sounds worse? Anyway, anyway, I put my un- I put my underpants on backwards one day last week, so oh, I get no. it. My undergarments are all on the right way, at least. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. what about your makeup? Were you able to do to do that, or did you have to wait till you got to the car? Well, the nice thing is, so I'm a teacher, so I have to wear a mask all day. So I just vetoed it. Oh, <laughs> no okay. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, girl. Nah, I know that sucks. Well, uh, we yeah. hope your day gets better. I know it's a it's a terrible day so far, but we uh, we just wanted to call to say hi and, and hopefully lift your spirits just a little bit. Thank you so much. It really means a lot. I, every morning when I get into class, I put your station on and the kids listen to it as they come in. And I just got to the parking lot. And I'm going to do that again now. Aww. And being the one year anniversary since our uh, schools got canceled, mm-hmm. I was going to do a whole thing with them about 
how they've been feeling. And you guys will definitely be part of the conversation now as well. Oh, well, thank you, Sarah. What, uh, what grade do you teach? I teach high school. Nice. All right, cool. I do have to run now to go teach them, though. Okay. All right, all right before we let you go, between Ron and Mocha, who's your favorite? It is Ron, which I know someone else already said it this morning, but I'm sorry. That I doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. if somebody already said it. Well, I feel bad for Mocha. Like, maybe I should have tried to balance it out, but... <sighs> Nobody, you know what? Nobody ever feels bad for me, right? Nobody ever feels bad saying mocha. Like, legitimately. Nobody's ever been like, I feel like I should balance it out for Roz. That has never once been said. It's because your underpants, the front is skinny and small. <laughs> <laughs> Love you a lot, Sarah. Have a great day. Bye. All right, keep your drawers on straight. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM Deep Dive. When you have nothing to say, why do you always say it to us? Deepa Prashad joins us right now on the Roz and Mocha Show. This has been so much fun all week going through the uh, the many DMs that we get on the Daily Roz. And if you want to be a part of this, all you got to do is uh, DM us. All our DMs are always open. D, uh, Deepa has the key and the passcodes to everything, so she's going to try and get through as much as we can uh, on the show. What's in our DMs today, Deepa? First one comes from Rob, and he says, we have all heard the saying, Rome was not built in a day, but I just want to know how long did it take? I'm finding mixed answers on the web. The Thank you if you know that. What kind of question is that? <laughs> I guess he thinks you guys are so old that you Look, were like some alive. Sort of when Rome, Rome expert? <laughs> <laughs> Also, no, that's, I'm sure, Deepa, he doesn't say that because we're so old. No, First of all, no, 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 no. Deductive reasoning is that that's the only reason they would ask that question. Okay, okay. Uh, the answer to that is 1,000 years. I just did a Google search. How long did it take to build Rome? And the first answer that pops up is 1,000 years. Yeah, but so, is it like 1,000 even or is it like 1,026 and they ran down? Like, I think he wants a specific answer. I've never claimed to be a Rome expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, just over 1,000 years. Okay. There's your answer. Okay. There you go. So okay. the first answer is always the right answer. Answer, right? oh, okay, a long time. I just found that on Google. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next comment is from Pogo. I noticed that Roz says, I will say this at the start of a sentence a lot. Not a question, just an observation. Okay, let me say this first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never noticed that. And no. now that, po- is it Pogo? Yeah, Pogo. Now that Pogo pointed it out, yeah. that's all I'm going to pay attention yeah. to. I'll tell you is that uh, over the years, people have pointed out things that I've always, that I say a lot. Because uh-huh. I will just, I'll, I'll get into patterns or I'll get into habits or whatever it is. And once it's pointed out to me, I do my best to stop it. But I always just replace it with something else. Mm-hmm. That you like, then repeat. That I then just repeat. And then I get called out on that one. Like, if I stop saying that, I will I will inevitably just start saying something else compulsively. Like, instead of it's saying... just uh, the way I talk. I will say this. You could replace it with... Uh, just hear me out for a second. Something like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Like it'll, it will get replaced by something. Yeah. Anyway, sorry for annoying you, Deepa. And sorry for uh, <laughs> not okay. me. Oh, I no, okay. Pogo. Uh-huh. You got Pogo written all over you. <laughs> Let me just say that. No, no, no. This is going to be a way for Deepa to come in and start airing grievances <laughs> through other people's <laughs> names. I'm going to have a tally chart and make a mark every time you use yeah, that sentence. Yeah. Just yeah, to we got you. a DM from Jake and Whitby says the room is too cold. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me ideas. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So this comes from Daniel. Hey, guys. Big fan. Love listening to you guys. Especially Roz's strangely wired and memorable laugh. And wanted to offer you guys some free coffee on what? the house. No. You, you get.
free coffee in your DMs, guys. Yeah, that's okay. You can out- donate it to somebody who needs coffee. Oh my god! Wait, do you guys not drink coffee? No, I just no. I nothing good has ever come from me accepting anything that just pops up in my DMs. <laughs> okay. Like what? Stop which it! Is, which is Stop. why is no, in charge. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> Should I ask if it's no. transferable? No, yeah, Deepa, feel free, Deepa. Okay, all okay. your all your hard work. You can have all of our free coffee. Wait, but like, how do you guys take your coffee? First of all, me, I just, uh, just, and why? Why? Mind, I just mind your business. Know. I want to know. <laughs> I say coffee with, with uh, milk. Just a little milk. bit of milk. Just milk. I actually Mocha, yes, Mocha just switched just milk. over uh, like three weeks now. I switched over to using oat milk. You did? Wow. Yes. You're one of those now. Yeah. You know why? why? Because I think I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, yeah. what? So yeah. just, just go, why don't you get one of those lactose milks that I drink? I don't even know if I'm lactose intolerant, but I get a lactose milk. I guess I could. Yeah. Yeah. We just have a lot of oat milk in the house. And yeah. I don't mind it now in yeah. my coffee. No, no, no. I'm not You into guys that. are going to have a fit when you hear how I take my coffee. How do you drink your coffee? A small. Yeah. With three sugars and three creams. You're the devil. Oh, my. You're the cream? devil. It is a dessert. Oh, that my God. That you just God. drink. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I will so say, good. back in the day, and I you used found to... somebody who wants to spend their life with you? Yes. Wow. <laughs> and he drinks the exact same. Maybe that's the trick. I used to drink my coffee triple triple. Yeah, when it's I used to so order. Good. No, it's I can't now. No, there's no way. Uh, no Deepa, way. thank you so much. Again, our DMs are always open. Hit us up. Shoot us a DM anywhere. Uh, Deepa is going to go through them, and we're going to do this every day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Vanessa, it's your other husband's Roz and Mocha. Hi, guys. Happy birthday, Vanessa. How are you? Thank you. Good. How are you guys? Good. You answered pretty quick, which means uh, you probably had a feeling that we were going to call. You know what? My husband was acting a little bit strange last night. He asked me if my ringer was on or my alarm, and he's never done that before. So I had Uh a little bit of a feeling something was going on. Yo, why are husbands so dumb? Like, you're not the first person that we've talked to who said that their boyfriend or husband was acting super weird the day of or the day before getting a phone call from Ross. Like, okay. like, like I, just just walk over and turn the ringer on when you're not looking. Yeah, it's he did so that, easy. He did that last night when I was sleeping. I saw him on my phone turning the ringer on. Oh. And I'm like, what are you doing? We've been together for so long, so it's very unusual for him. So I... I thought something was going on. Yeah, husbands, need, lie. husbands need to get better at this. Okay, when you when you've set up a call for us to call your your wife or whoever, uh, and you think they're sleeping, you can't start rooting around their phone, yeah. right? Like it's not a it's not a good look the night before a birthday. Um, so true. By the way, Vanessa, here's uh, part of and Raza, you haven't seen this yet, but here's part of the note that Vanessa's husband sent to us, right? Okay. My wife is a super fan of you guys. Long story short, she used to listen to you guys all the time for years and tell me to listen also. But I never did because, truthfully, I thought you guys were lame. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. And then he said, truth be told, I've now been listening to all of your podcasts from start to finish approximately a year or so ago. And, yes, I retract that lameness you guys are entertaining. Oh, (laughs) jeez. He loves you guys. And I used to tell him all the time, I would listen to you guys while I was on that leave while I was doing laundry or doing like you guys just helped me pass time and he would always say but like why are you listening to them all the time now he gets it because he's ahead of podcasts and he'll ask me what episode are you on now and he's always ahead of me so I tell him not to tell me anything no spoilers no spoilers and you know because I don't have the time to listen as much as he does anymore so um, I'm happy though that he got into you and actually my son is a big fan of you guys as well Aww. and 
he's uh, he'll be four in July, but he loves listening to you guys. He always asks if it's Roz and Mocha on the phone, and if you guys tell the joke and Mocha's laugh just makes him die of laughter. So <laughs> and, everybody uh, loves you in this house. And we understand that you are expecting, I think, uh, kid number three now, right? Number three, another little girl. Oh, yes. congratulations! How are you feeling? Thank you. You know what? It's been a little harder with with this one around, and I just had my to- my toddler just came and grabbed my hand to bring me to my room. So. Yep. It's uh, it's a struggle, but it's okay. Aww. They're blessings for sure. So. No, you're the best. We can't uh, we can't thank you enough, and just the amount of time of your life that you've shared with us is just it's always it's always incredible to hear. It's uh, it's well, it's so you guys, wonderful. You guys definitely make our days better, and you guys uh, always help. I, I listen to you guys right before I go to sleep as well. So helps me like calm me down, and it just brings me back to. You know, some days my younger days when I listen to you guys. So thank you guys for doing what you guys do. You guys make us laugh every day. I actually talked to somebody who said that they do that same thing, that they um, listen to the show right before they go to sleep. But the one thing they said is that if the last thing they listened to involved Maury in any way, they have to keep listening to uh, until there's a part that doesn't involve Maury. <laughs> Uh, Why does my husband say that too? Um, Maury, how you doing, man? Sorry, I'm didn't good. didn't see you there. Hi, Maury. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? I was going to ask Roz a question, but I don't yeah. I don't know if I want to know. Go but ahead. I was going to ask you: Can you thank somebody enough? Because you said <laughs> I can't thank you enough, but I'm wondering if physically you can. You can with some people, but I think that for some things like like this sort of uh, what's your, what's your name again? Vanessa. 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 Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. It's okay. I know Roz does that all the time. It's okay. I don't. Yeah. Think okay. That. But like somebody like somebody like Vanessa. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Get out of here, Maury. You just like <laughs> okay. Let's stop. Can it, I do man. my joke quick no, and then leave? No, no, no. You can't do your joke. Um, the answer is uh, your age, by the way. Yeah, what goes age, up never yeah, comes down. I knew, yeah. I knew that was coming too. Okay. okay. Thank you, Vanessa. That's what she said. Thank you, Vanessa. We love you, Vanessa. <laughs> we love you too. And actually, Nicholas, do you want to say hi? Listen to me. Hi. Guess who it is? Hi, Nicholas. Hi. What's up, dude? Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. Are you gonna sing Happy Birthday to your mom today? Yeah. Can you sing it now? Can you sing Happy Birthday to Mama? Happy Birthday to Mommy. Happy Birthday to Mommy. Happy Birthday to Vanessa, we love you so much. Happy Birthday. Thank you. Love you too. Please keep on doing what you're doing. You guys definitely make everybody's day so much brighter. Oh, Thank you're the you, best. Vanessa. Have a great birthday. Thank you, guys. Thanks for calling. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Happy birthday! It's Roz and Mocha. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. This Yo, is what is going on with your phone, sir. Sorry. I just finished working out. Uh, my window's open, so let me just close it trying to make the room sound better. My, 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 my window. No. You sound like you're in the witness protection program. <laughs> no, I, I literally just finished working out. Okay, hang out. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hang up and we're gonna call you right back. Okay. 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 <laughs> Hello. So weird. It's like when you watch uh, those interviews uh, 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 on sixty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Hello. Let's see if this is any better. <laughs> I was fine by the way to talk to him like that because I found that entertaining. But I guess we'll call him back. Hello? <laughs> Come on! Is this, it's not any better, is it? Come on! 
Yeah, I don't know what I can do about it. This is how. Wait, wait, no, no, no. This is how you really sound. Yeah, this is how I sound, bro. When we talked to you, the, um, okay, no joke, man. When we talked to you the first time, you sounded like Darth Vader. Yeah, big time. No joke. What is oh. your name? Um, Ademola. What is it? Ademola. Okay, All right, Ademoa. This is the uh, the text that uh, that he sent to us, Roz. I used to listen to the Roz and Mocha show when I was in middle school and high school, but had to stop when I went to Montreal for my undergrad. I came home after I graduated and found the Roz and Mocha show podcast, which is amazing. I'm back in Montreal now for my master's. Today is my birthday, and I would love to get a call from the Roz and Mocha show. So, Ademoa, happy birthday! Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> uh, what are you studying out there in Montreal? I'm doing experimental medicine, Master's of Science. Like experimental medicine, like what? Like building a Frankenstein? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like how to, how, to, how to give somebody Wolverine claws? Like what, what kind of experimental medicine are you doing? Um, my project is looking into breast cancer. Oh, so okay. with a lot of breast cancer patients, some of them have it moved towards the bone afterwards. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out, uh, look into why some of that is moving into into the bones using some specific cells. Now, this kind of thing, is this something that you're like you're doing temporarily to, to sort of like within a course, or is this what you want to build your future around, this this research? So I want to go into med school afterwards. Okay. But initially when I tried, granted, I didn't apply to too many schools, but it didn't work out. So I thought, let me do some master's in the meantime to try and build myself up as well, but also do something in the medical field. So looking around to see what professors were available, um, the professor I found this is a course he had, and it seemed pretty cool to me. So yeah, how do you like Montreal? I like it. Um, I will agree with Roz. The French is kind of obnoxious, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Roz is like, all the things that I've said for you to retain, you have to remember that one. Come on now, I don't recall ever saying that specifically. Yeah, I think you've said that multiple no, times. Oh, hey, listen. No, no, no. I said, but no, so but whenever... great. Yeah, okay, but cool. Great. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yo, got... have you been to that that famous poutine place out there? Um, What's it called? La Bang. The Bonky? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you been there? Yo, yeah, my I guy. How many times have you been? I can't go often because, you know, poutine's really heavy and I'm trying to watch what I eat. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had it... For the first time in a long time, like a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. What did you get when you got there? Um, I think it might have been, I can't remember, because they have some really, really wild ones. That one might have just been basic, just one with pulled pork or anything flaw on the side. To me, that's not poutine. That's not poutine, man. No, I know. Oh. Your traditional, traditional, regular poutine yeah. is just fries, gravy, cheese curds. That's Thank it, you. right? Yes. Yes. But this place, what's it called? La, La Banquise in Montreal. Let me they tell you. really crazy ones. Yeah, hold on. Let me find, see if they still have it. Hold on. Oh, here it is. The T-Rex. Have you, have you oh, seen this oh one? Oh, my God. What's on that? <laughs> Adamo, have seen you seen it, this one? Yeah, right? <laughs> okay, go hit me. So in the T-Rex poutine, it's ground beef, pepperoni, bacon, and hot dogs. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, say it again. Ground beef, uh, uh, yeah. pepperoni, bacon, and, and hot, hot dogs. dogs. Yeah. yeah oh, man. I yeah. was really tempted to buy it, but I knew with all of that, it'd be just 
really heavy. Yeah, those <laughs> more heavier than poutine already. Those is. Montrealers love a hot dog. They really do. Oh man, they really do. Yeah. Well, uh, Adamoa, happy birthday! Thank you very Thank much you for again. for listening to the Razamogi show, even while you're out there in Montreal, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Adamoa, one final question before we let you go. Between Razamoka, who's your favorite? Roz. Thanks. <laughs> Why you say it like that? No, here's the thing. Before, yeah, for, for a little while, I thought Mocha was my favorite. But as I listened to the podcast more, especially because I got older, I started appreciate oh, see, Ross. You know what, honestly, dude. <laughs> this is the thing I wanted to be careful of because I didn't want Mocha to misconstrue what I say. But I appreciate Ross's point of view more, and I honestly. found Ross funnier. Honestly. And I also like initially the jokes you would make against Maury. The burns were hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, dude, you, you said you, Mocha only heard one thing, old. That's all he heard. That's the only yeah. word he heard was old. Damn. Yeah. Sick burn, bro. Yeah. Like you, you, no, man, you blew it. Damn it, Mocha. Yeah, you blew it, man. Thanks. Happy well, birthday, man. Thank you. Yeah, okay, Thank you cool. All right, later. Later, dude. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you see that Bieber video he did for the Leafs? I did. What do you think of that? I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Trending number two on YouTube right now. Is it really? Huh? Yeah. Now that was. Now there is no official video for Hold On, right? No. Uh, yeah. No. There is. Is there? Yeah, is yeah. It, so this is just the, the sort of companion to the, that. The, the 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 video for Hold On is the one where he's on the motorcycle. Oh yes, yes, yes. Got right. right. Yeah. Okay. The girl in his in the music video that's playing his wife has cancer. Yeah. And he goes and robs a bank. Right. 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 Yes. I don't because know. Because they're all, that. They're down on their luck. Beautiful music video by the way. Yeah. But um, uh, but this Leafs one. <laughs> I don't Leafs have you know. They lost the other night. They're playing again uh, against Winnipeg. The video's great though. Yeah. I like. I love all these like highlight type videos. Yeah, it was just done really well, and God, I mean, he's just such a fan, right? Yeah, big time. I gotta check something here. Why? Because we always look at. Um, Bieber as just being so young, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that he's like a huge fan of the Leafs and Austin Matthews and Mitch. We just turned what twenty? Stuff. Is it twenty seven? He just turned twenty seven. Justin yeah, Bieber. Yeah, but it's so weird to think of him as like when he hangs with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Like mm-hmm. Bieber's older than them. Not by that much. But he's older than but them. He is older than. Them. Like it's yes. weird to think. Like. It's weird to think that Bieber's like I know you you know he's this giant Leafs fan and everything else, but now yeah. like when he's friends with the dudes and he hangs with them, like Bieber's like older. Like I think some of them on the like, Leafs, like Austin Matthews. Like how old's Austin Matthews? Just shout it out. How old's Austin Matthews? Twenty three. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like like Bieber's the older friend. Yeah. <laughs> like I think some of the like way younger guys, some of the guys on the Leafs are probably not even old enough to go and drink with Bieber in the States. Hold on here. How old's Mitch Marner? 23. Isn't, how much? Mitch Marner's young. How old is he? 22? 23. 23. Yeah. Okay. 
Jeez, right? You know what I mean? But it's weird to think that Bieber, because I watched that video and I'm like, God, it's like he's just such a good fan. I know he's been a long fan for like a real long time. And I know that the guys love him and he loves the guys and all this stuff. And then I'm like, but when they when they hang, like, you know, Bieber's the dude that is like, you know, oh yeah, you're not old enough to know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's that five guy. Years. Five years is a long time, man. Yes. Five years is a long time. Five years is the difference of having a Facebook page or not. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? <laughs> like, Aren't you much older than Catherine? What's that? Aren't you much older than Catherine? We're not talking about that right now. But I, yes, I am. Facts. I, I always say 10 years, and then Catherine always corrects me. She's like, nine years, seven months. <laughs> right? And I'm, I'm always Thanks, like. Thanks, Wikipedia. That's what a young person does. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Despite everyone saying to cancel the Olympics, the Tokyo Olympics are still going on. Mm-hmm. They even did a poll last month, and like 80% of Japan wanted, like the citizens said, postpone the games. Don't do it. And they were like, we hear you, but guess what? We don't care. <laughs> we spent billions upon billions. It's already a year late. And so don't get me wrong. I, I don't that. get me wrong. I I feel so incredibly for the athletes. Of course. Where this is something you train for your entire life. Of course. Um. So what they're doing now is they're banning foreign spectators from oh heading out to the games. And if you want a refund, you're going to get a refund. But you're not allowed to go if you have a ticket. Yeah. To go to any of the of the event. So all locals can though. Locals can. Right. Of course. Right. But anyone It's going to be a different there, vibe. Completely. Um the torch relay is still happening in 2 weeks but no spectators. Yeah. Right? You're not allowed to line up along the street. I know streets. isn't that funny? You tell people you can't look. Don't look. Don't look at me. It's yeah. like it's like it's just on the street. Like it's not like you have to buy a ticket and go in somewhere. No, it's on the street. It's on the street. Like <laughs> someone could be running by your house with a big like, ass Olympic torch in their hand, right? Presumably, the the people with the Olympic torch will be running down streets that are like there's pedestrians on those streets. You know what I mean? Like, like what do you do? Like you map it out. Not to, to look. You map it out to take like the 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 least populated <laughs> like street Japan. No, exactly. How are you going to do that? It's very difficult to find. If you're going to Tokyo, good luck finding a street with not one single person on it, right. let alone a route. So how are they going to do this? I don't know. Don't look at me. <laughs> how do you stop that? How do yeah. you stop spectators do you make, do you make from watching torch? something that happens on the okay. street? So do you make the torch a lot smaller than uh, what they the torch hide it. usually is? Right. So if you see somebody running down the street, right. you don't think twice about it. No. it's right? may, Maybe maybe it's like keistered until he gets to the location. And then, and then it's and then out. it's revealed. And then lit, obviously. And then it's the size of a lighter, right? Yeah. Right? It's like whatever you could get into a prison is, you know, that's the the sort of that's the parameters, the, yeah. the scale of what they need for a torch. It's like a tiny little mini torch. See? Tokyo Olympics, they gotta figure it out. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Jonathan. Hello. Jonathan, it's Roz and Mocha. Happy birthday. Thank you. What's going on, dude? Uh, I was just setting up my new uh, Fitbit. Oh, You're yeah? sitting on your new what? Fitbit. Oh, setting up the Fitbit. Fitbit. Nice. Is that what you wanted for your birthday? Yeah. Sick. I really wanted a smartwatch. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Nice. What do you, what do you, so what are your plans for it? What do you first want to, what's the first test drive on the Fitbit going to be like? Uh, probably the Alexa feature. Oh. Oh, nice. Are you going to rack up those steps? 
Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to use it for the steps part. Oh, how old? Okay. How old are you? Uh, Twelve now. Twelve. You sound like a man. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, I think we talked to you back in September at the beginning of the school year. Yes. Yeah, your voice didn't sound like this back in September. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you like that, huh? It's crazy. Like your that. voice has changed so much. Yeah, my voice changed really, really late. Oh, like, really? Really late. Yeah. Like how late? Oh, my God. I was 15 when somebody would call the house and they would think I was my mother. No. Yeah. At 15 years old? Yeah. 14, and you were six, 15. six something? Yeah. Yeah. With long ass hair? Yeah. I'm like, yes, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you got planned for your big day other than racking up those steps? Uh, my little cousins are coming over. Oh, nice. You guys going to like uh, have something to eat? You going to watch a movie? We're going to order a Cubies. What's, What's that? A whole bunch of stuff from Cubies. It's like a sports bar down the street from where I live. Oh, nice. What are you getting, like wings and stuff like that? Could you please repeat that? I didn't hear you. I said, what are you going to get, like a bunch of wings and stuff? Yeah, we're going to get like a pizza, mm. uh, pizza, wings, definitely. Mm. Mm. And, and, and a nice big cake from Dairy Queen. Okay, uh, so let's perfect. go through this. Uh, favorite toppings on a pizza, Jonathan? Uh, pepperoni, bacon, and sausage. Oh, my guy, meat lovers. Good yes. You. Okay. Um, what kind of sauce do you get for the wings? Are you just like straight up barbecue with dipping sauce on the side? Or do you like a flavorful barbecue? I like a honey garlic. honey now, garlic. Do you get the honey garlic on the wings or are you a dipper? I'm a dipper. Yeah, me too. Nice. Same. Okay. Now, the cake from Dairy Queen. What are we going with? <sighs> I'm not exactly sure. Oh. Have you ever had their treats of pizzas? Uh, could you, sorry, could you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> you're not, it, it's not it's not you're not on trial man no it's okay. called yeah, yeah, I, that's okay. I know. Okay. I know. so okay. polite yeah um it's called the treats up pizza it's a little bit of a th- of thinner um like frozen ice cream cake yeah oh really I'm, yeah i always get the mint oh. chip ice cream cake from mm, dairy queen because nice. that's the only sweet thing i like i'd like a like a like a chocolate ice cream type oh there you yeah, go. That's a good one, too. Well, Jonathan, we appreciate you spending so much of your time with the Razamogi Show, and uh, we just wanted to call to wish you a very happy birthday. Thank you. You enjoy that pizza, those wings, and your Dairy Queen uh, dessert. Can I uh, say who's my favorite? I was just going to ask you, by the way, between Razamogi, <laughs> before we let you go, Jonathan, who turns 12 today, between Razamogi, who's your favorite? Roz. Oh, Yeah. I'm not joking. Oh. <laughs> Man, I tell you. <laughs> As if everybody thinks that you must yeah. be joking. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Thanks, Jonathan. Enjoy your day, bro. Thank you. Bye. Bras and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and mocha got you. Hi, Ivana. What's up? It's Raz and Mocha. How are you? We are doing great. How are you? I'm all right. I'm having a bit of drama with my in-laws. I need to change my locks on my house. So my in-laws stopped showing up unannounced. Oh, wow. So you need to change <laughs> the locks on your house so your in-laws stop showing up unannounced. You wrote us, uh, Raz and Mocha fix my life. My husband and I have purchased and moved into my in-laws renovated house and they've kept a key. My mother-in-law is overbearing and visits and comes in whenever she wants. We have two small children and I want to be able to walk around the house naked if I will, please, before the kids get old enough to realize I want to change the locks or ask for the key back, but my husband thinks I'm overreacting a lot. Please help. Now, do they just walk into the house because they feel like 
it is still their home? Yeah, see, that's where I'm kind of on the fence. I um, feel that that shouldn't be the vibe because we paid them for the home. Uh-huh. And on the other hand, I feel like they do still have a sense of entitlement because of their like labor and everything that went into this mm-hmm. renovation. Okay, um, so they renovated the home and then you bought it from them. Yes. So it's your home. You own it, right? Correct. Okay. There are going to be things in times in life where it is maybe a good idea that your mother-in-law has a key to the house. Okay. Of course. Especially when you're, especially when the kids start getting a little bit older, you need her to go in and do something. She's got to come over when you're late, all this other stuff. Like it may, there is, there are times, many times where it makes sense that the mother-in-law has a key to the house. Now that said, uh, you need to absolutely, and your husband, this shouldn't just be a you conversation, have a conversation about boundaries. And this, and, and this doesn't have to be that uncomfortable of a conversation. You can just be straight up and say, hey, listen, before you come over, give me the heads up and let me know. Appreciate it. If you know I'm home uh, and you're unannounced, don't use the key. Don't come in. I hear you. Like, that's been a bit of a discussion that my husband has shied away from. So I go on went and said, okay, well, like, if you're going to be a baby about this, I'm mm-hmm. going to say... Um, Please give us a heads up, either a call or a text before, because on top of two small kids, we have a dog who goes crazy yeah. as soon as he hears somebody at the door. But then my kids wake up from their naps, and that makes me so upset, too, to yeah. add on top of all of this. Also, so you're, so you also you're naked. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to express, you know, please give us that heads up. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. And the visits are well-meaning. She'll drop off, like, lunch, or sure. she wants to visit the kids, or she, whatever, is in the neighborhood and did groceries and is bringing us something she knows we'll eat. Like, they're well-intentioned visits. I, I, I get that, and I agree with Roz that there's going to be a point where I would want her to have the key as the kids grow older, but right now it's just too much. Yeah, I, I feel, though, that you need, like, your husband needs to be on your side with this conversation because then it's going to turn into you versus the three of them, your husband yeah. and your mother-in-law and your father-in-law, if he's also right. included in this conversation, right? Your husband yeah. needs to understand where you're coming from and he also needs to feel the same way. And my opinion is that your husband is the one that needs to have the conversation with his mother to say, give us a heads up, shoot us a text, phone call. If you can't do either of those things, Please ring the bell or knock on the door for the yes, reasons exactly. that the kids are sleeping. You don't want them to, to be awake from their nap and you don't want the dog to go nuts and then potentially wake the kids if they are napping. Right. Yep. And of course, you're naked. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Most importantly. Yeah. I think your your husband needs to be on on your side and, and like really, really understand where you're coming from. He can't just, like, brush this off. Yeah, he just doesn't see it as much of a big deal no, as, because it's, as I do. Because it's not because it, it's not a big deal to him. It's yeah. his mother, it doesn't, right? It, it doesn't impact his life the way it impacts yours. I, I think that you are fully capable of... Uh, listen, grown women should be able to have grown women conversations with each other, okay? And if this is, you know, a woman who is in your life, you need to be able to sit down and talk about boundaries. Now, your husband, does he have to be there? It would be great if he was, but when mm-hmm. the one the one thing he cannot do is he cannot take her side. Right. His, his options are this. You talk to your mother, or I will talk to your mother... And when mm-hmm. she asks you about it, you take my side. 
That's option one and option two. There is no you're neutral through this situation. There is no, yeah, mine, no, but it sort of bothers her. It doesn't bother me, but like she sort of, there is none of that. Mm-hmm. There is none of that. He is, he is team you 100% or he has this conversation on your behalf with his mother, which I don't think he wants to do. No, I don't think so either. But, uh, but having, you know, sort of difficult conversations, you know, you guys are built for this. Um, you know, you, I think you can fully sit your mother-in-law down and have this conversation and still and still maintain the relationship. I don't even think it has to be destructive in any way. Right. That was also another thing is that I didn't want her upset by it or anything because, like I said, I know that she is well-meaning at the yes. end of it all. So. Tell her all that. Or just get one of those smart locks and only send her the code when you want her to have the code. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That hadn't even popped into my mind. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And just make sure your husband's not texting her the code when you're not looking. No, you know what you do? Disconnect the Wi-Fi, yeah. right? So then when she comes over, you'll be like, yo, the Wi-Fi's out. And Sorry. the Bluetooth's not working. Uh, you know, come by next week. <laughs> yeah, you got you got you got options, but uh but but the the one thing that is unavoidable in all of this is uh is a conversation with your mother-in-law. Yes. All right, Ivana. Thank you guys so much. All hey, right. just out of curiosity. You're not right, you're right now, are you? <laughs> Uh, no, not right now. Oh, okay. No, 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 not right now. <laughs> Which is weird because we are. <laughs> I am still wearing a baseball hat, though. True. <laughs> Which is. I don't, know that, I don't know if that makes it even more weird. Such a good look. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ivana. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Ah, I love this part of the podcast. Oh, hell yeah. News time. Hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are you, are you ready? Of course, you ready? of course. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Um, Kim's Convenience is done after this season, which they were supposed to do a season five and a season six, but the show is going to wrap up in Full stop. On April 13th, the show's producer said in a statement that the co-creators of Kim's Convenience confirmed that they will not be, uh, that they will not be moving forward with this show. They're going to be moving on to other projects. Uh, in a statement, they said, quote, given their departure from the series, we have come to the difficult conclusion that we cannot deliver another season of the same heart and quality that has made the show so special. That's what mm. the producer said in a statement. Uh, Simu Liu um, went on IG Live last night and gave fans his immediate reaction. I, I take it by now a lot of you guys have heard the news about Kim's convenience. Um, for those of you that haven't, um, our producers recently made the decision not to move forward with the show. You know, before I, I know I can tell a lot of you guys are, are tweeting, you know, I've saved the show and let's talk to CBC and let's talk to Netflix. And I just wanted to set the record straight here. Um, this decision had nothing to do with the CBC and it had nothing to do with Netflix. It came from production. Um, Mm. it's a, it is an unusual situation to say the least, because, um, for those of you that have been keeping track with our show, we did receive a two season order last year when we completed season four for both seasons five and season six. So we technically received a green light for it, but, um, you know, circumstances conspired in which we lost our two showrunners. That's crazy. Um, hmm. And this was something that we were aware of um, we a few months ago. 
But um, um, that's what happened. Um, we're absolutely gutted and heartbroken. Hmm. I've never seen that. So the show wasn't canceled. I wonder the, what happened. The producers walked away from the show. I wonder if something happened between the producers and the network. I don't know because you something have... had like creative differences. No, because or... no, then it, this wasn't the network. It was just the it was the the producers that walked away. Hmm. Like this wasn't a CBC or but Netflix decision. Something something behind the scenes. Maybe they had got to have a, maybe they got a better idea. Maybe they got a better offer to go and do something else. But to me, when you are right on the you're right on the cusp of with this show where you have. Appa, who is on Mandalorian and becoming sort of like nerd superstar. Yeah. And then you have Simu, who just shot a massive Marvel movie and is about to be a superhero. You got those two guys on your show. and All this attention and you right bail. now is on and Kim you bail. Kim's convenience. And you bail. It's yeah. wild to me that you don't ride that know. out, Something's that you don't on. use both of those. Both of those names to sort of get one kick-ass sixth season out of this. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, no more Kim's That's Convenience. Sad. Final episode will air April 13th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, still more fallout from the cancellation, the shock cancellation of Kim's Convenience. Yesterday on the show, we talked to Simu Liu, um, who really opened up. And, man, these guys, the whole, the whole cast is heartbroken. The fans are heartbroken. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's the weirdest cancellation ever because, because it wasn't the network that canceled it. Like, normally when these things happen, when a network says we don't want the show anymore, fans petition and they say, save Kim's Convenience. Yeah. But it wasn't the network. It was their own showrunners that walked off the show to go and do something else. And what do you do at that point? But um, Paul Sung-Yung Lee, uh, you know him from as uh, Up on Kim's Convenience, also Mandalorian. Hell yeah. Um, he took to Instagram Live last night. It's been a hard time. I'm not going to lie. A lot of emotions right now from profound sadness to absolute heartbreak. There's a lot to unpack. And um, I'm not happy with the way this all ended. This is not how I thought it was going to end. But I'm not going to focus on that. I'm gonna focus on, first and foremost, the fans. Thank you so much for being with us for five years, for letting us into your homes and letting us entertain you and be a part of your family and have you join our family too. And thank you for all the support, the messages, the DMs, the texts, everybody tweeting and, and posting about the show and their outrage that the show ended. Thank you so much for for that support. It's meant the world and, uh, the fans make the show. I absolutely believe it. And um, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. You know what makes me sad? What's that? And I'm like tearing up right now? Yeah. To hear Appa sad. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'll, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Because you that have such sucks. an emotional connection to that character. And we've got to know Paul uh, over the years. And um, we were writing back and forth yesterday. And it's tough, man. It's especially yeah. when it's, you know, a situation like this where, you know, what do you do? They all thought they were going to get season six. And, uh, uh, you don't. You get no closure. You know, it's like it's like closure. It's like getting dumped. Completely. It's yeah. you just want closure, and it ain't gonna happen. And uh, I feel for all of them. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Katie Couric, the first ever um, woman to guest host on Jeopardy. She made her debut last night on International Women's Day. I love Katie Couric, and uh, I think she did a hell of a job. Laura, you're our returning champ. Where to first? TV shows in two words for 400. Outplay, outlast. Math. Survivor. What is Survivor? Right. TV shows, 600. Brainiacs, Bazinga. Oh. Laura, what, what is, is Big Bang Theory? Right. Oh, TV shows, 800. 
Piper Prison. Lauren, come in here for a second. Laura, what is Orange is the New Black? That's right. Oh, right. oh, oh. I like uh, Katie Couric. Maury has watched more Jeopardy than most. Uh, Maury, your thoughts on Katie Couric? I thought she killed it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I, I honestly liked about her? She wasn't trying to be somebody other than herself. Yeah. And I think that was awesome. She wasn't trying to be a game show host. Yeah. She was being her. Yeah. And which I, is really nice. And, and it's, it's actually a really good point because um, I think that why somebody like Katie Kirk is interesting to me on Jeopardy is because I think that she's just insanely competent mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and incredibly smart. And she's. Uh, so good on television that I think that she just has to go on and do what she does really, really well. And I think that the game show host aspect is something that would evolve. I think that she would sort of develop all of that stuff later, but the stuff that other people are going to have a difficult time, like Aaron Rodgers and these people who have never done anything like this before. I think all that stuff is just easy for Katie Couric. And I think that like, she'll become the host. Like she could become, I I was really skeptical when they gave out the list of names. Yep. But now I'm really leaning towards her being the permanent one. Yeah, yeah, I liked her a lot too. I yeah, she did she's a, good. Yeah, she did a really, really uh, great job. Thank you, Maury. I, I sounded really smart. <laughs> and uh, quickly uh, before we go, uh, you had mentioned this earlier. Clocks go back when? On, no, forward. Forward on this weekend. This Saturday weekend. night into Sunday. And uh, the what's that, Maury? No, tell me the poem. Spring forward, fall back. That's not a poem. Oh, that's the Jesus. Poem. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Honestly. Use the poem. Use the poem. The poem bazinga. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Zayn Malik going off on the Grammys, and a lot of fans were confused by this, and then he tried to clarify. So uh, we know that the big snubs for the Grammys, Halsey Weekend, Weekend, very vocal about it. Absolutely. Um, you know, Drake coming out to say maybe they're not as relevant as we thought they were. Um, so Zayn tweeted yesterday, F the Grammys and everyone associated. Unless you shake hands and send gifts, there's no nomination considerations. Next year I'll send you a basket of confectionery. But a lot of fans were confused because the argument then became, well, is he talking about others or is he talking about himself? Because Zayn's album wasn't actually eligible to be nominated this year. So what's he going on about? So, what about singles? Because there are singles. Like he released, I think, two or three. With he had, as far as I know, he had he had nothing that was eligible for Grammys this year. Maybe he's confused. So then he says, so he goes on Twitter afterwards and he says this, my tweet was not personal about eligibility. And he goes on to say, uh, it was about the need for inclusion and the lack of transparency of the nomination process and the space that creates and allows favoritism, racism and networking politics to influence the voting process. So that's what his tweet was about. So what is he like? Just generally pissed off. Just like late ride or die for the weekend. Or yeah, I think so. I think that that's what it was. Yeah. Like, listen, he had like, a busy bro, we year. had this conversation listen, months ago. They went through the pregnancy. They had the baby. Everything. He may just have. He may just have realized what happened yeah, to the maybe weekend. Maybe he only reactivated Twitter now. Right. Yes. He's like, what? Yes. The weekend was nominated. Yes. Yes. It may. It may. <laughs> it may very. It may this. very well be that. But uh, you can add Zane's list now to the people who are. Uh, calling for uh, massive change at the Grammys. Or maybe he confused the Grammys with the Golden Globes. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, because everybody was, like, all on the Golden Globes not that long ago, right? Like, it sort of sounds like it. Like, I don't know. I don't I don't know what he was on. But anyway, he's just... He's, like, he woke up now. Yeah, like, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, what were we talking about again? Yeah. This, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Miami Heat has banned Myers Leonard indefinitely. So I don't know if you saw this. Uh, they announced yesterday that Myers, Leonard's, Myers Leonard um, has been banned from the team after a video surfaced of him using an anti-Semitic slur while playing Call of Duty on Twitch. Oh, the wow. Heat vehemently condemns the use of any form of hate speech, their statement reads. Uh, the words used by Myers Leonard were wrong, and they will not tolerate hateful language from anyone associated with their franchise, they said. Uh, Myers Leonard will be away from the team indefinitely. The Miami Heat will cooperate with the NBA while it conducts its own investigation. Twitch also banned him oh wow after that video came out uh he did later issue an apology it was the most generic apology we've seen a lot of apologies this year yeah like a lot of apologies this year and this looked like he cut and paste parts of everybody else's apology um into his own apology it was just about the least sincere apology mm. of all the sort of celeb apologies what, you just google how to apologize have. i am deeply sorry for using an anti-semitic slur during a live stream yesterday while i didn't know what the word meant at the time my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the jewish community is absolutely not an excuse and i was just wrong i didn't know what it meant yeah you did yeah. Also, if you're if you're his age, like if you're young, right, that word is not used. Like that's not a word that you know like you hear commonly in, used. No, it's not a word that you hear in songs. It's not a word that you hear in movies. It's not a word that like people just throw around. Like that should not be part of somebody's vocabulary. That's the Show. album cut of uh, of racial slurs. If you think about it, it's not, it's not it's not a hot single. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was gonna say about Miles Leonard, he's actually one of the players when the NBA was going through the whole support of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, he chose not to kneel with the players right. and caught a lot of heat for it as well. Yeah, hmm. yeah, and uh, he's a meme machine today. But that word, the one that he used, like it's you can say, and I'm not saying this. The N word, right? Mm -hmm. You hear it in pop culture, right? Sure. It's very much part of culture. Um, the word that he used, you never hear. No, like you, like you have to say that you don't know what that word is for it to come out of your mouth. You have to go looking for that word. Yeah, he knew like, what he was doing. He, there's no way you can do the I didn't know what that word meant. Mm -hmm. As I said, it's the album cut of racial slurs. Album yeah. cut, Shem. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Disney Plus has removed several movies, including Dumbo, Peter Pan, and the Aristocats, really? as well as Swiss Family Robinson, from children's profiles within Disney Plus. So adults can still watch it, uh, but children cannot if you have the parental um, settings on there. So for Dumbo, they explained that the Crows and Musical Number pay homage to a racist minstrel show where white performers with blackened faces and tattered clothing imitated and ridiculed enslaved Americans on Southern plantations. The leader of the group in Dumbo is Jim Crow, which of course shares the name uh, of these set of laws that were enforced racial segregation in the southern United States. As for Peter Pan, they say that the film, quote, portrays negative, sorry, the film portrays, quote, native people in a stereotypical manner that reflects neither the diversity or native peoples nor their authentic cultural traditions. Meanwhile, for Aristocats, they said the Siamese cat Shungan uh, is depicted as a racist caricature of East Asian peoples with exaggerated stereotypical traits such as slanted eyes and buck teeth. Now, again, uh, viewers can watch these, just not on the children's profile. And when you do click on them, you get the warning that says uh, this program 
program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. So you're going to hear a lot today of Disney Plus pulling these movies and people are going to get all all outraged over them. But they're not pulled. They're just pulled from children's profiles. Uh, Dumbo, The Aristocats, uh, Peter Pan, and Swiss Family Robinson. You know, I never watched any of those movies. you never seen any of those? You never saw the original Peter Pan? Never. No, huh? Never saw the original Dumbo. Interesting. Or the other, that Robinson one. You never saw Swiss Family Robinson? No. What about the Aristocats? No. You never saw Aristocats, Mm -mm. huh? Interesting. Okay. Go on now. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Paris Jackson posted a picture of herself with Emile Hirsch. Do you remember Emile Hirsch, Mm -mm. actor? Mm Mm-mm. Where so, did I know Hirsch from? Well, Emil Hirsch was in. Did you ever see Into the Wild? That I movie? You did not did see Into the Wild. Not. Why would you have seen Into the Wild? What we didn't know Emil Hirsch from? I think he was in a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio at some point. You'll know him to see him. Oh, I know this guy. You know yes. Guy, right? I don't know from where, but I yeah, do know, you know. uh I so, do know him. Yeah. So Paris Jackson posts a picture with Emil Hirsch. They're just it's an innocent picture. They're just sitting at a table together. Yeah. And then people start going in because they start questioning the age difference because Paris Jackson is 22, Emil Hirsch is 35. Okay. But the picture was an innocent picture. Nothing was going on in the picture. And then so she jumps in the comments and she says, he's actually one of my youngest homies. What? One of, one of my best friends is in their 50s. You probably don't have friends older than you because elders may find you annoying or immature. Who says elders? What 22-year-old says elders? She goes on to say, not to mention another close friend of mine is 76. Age is a number. I enjoy the company of people of all ages. I am a student and a teacher of people from five years younger than me to 50 years older than me. Nothing wrong with that. And then the next picture she posted was a picture of Emile Hirsch, like with his eyes closed and like his face right up against hers. Like it was like going in for like a nuzzle. Like a kiss? Or, yeah, or like a nu- he, yeah. Yeah, he was going in for a nuzzle, and then she just captioned that one LMAO. So she's... Oh, is that like a troll picture, you think? Maybe. I would assume it is. Maybe it's a troll picture. Yeah. But uh, she's 22, he's 35. But to who says elders? Is that a thing? That, does that is that back? 22-year-olds referring to old people as elders? I haven't heard somebody say elders in forever. Right? Yeah, and like, I'm a young guy. Like, And it was never young people that said it. It was always somebody old who told you to respect them. Yeah, it was an elder that said it. It was an it. elder, yes. <laughs> like, young people don't say yeah. elders. No. If somebody called me an elder, I'd kick him in the shin. <laughs> Regardless of age? No joke. <laughs> <laughs> I would kick a 22-year-old Paris Jackson in the shin if she called me an elder. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Hundred percent. I call her a punk. <laughs> you punk kid. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Matthew McConaughey, who is still promoting his book Green Lights. Oh wow, he's done more for this book than I think he's done for anything else that he's ever done in his career. And probably yeah. over the course of promoting the book. You could tell that if you watch a lot of his interviews that he's sort of evolving as he's talking through 
issues with people. And because we had him on our show. Yeah, early. Very early, shortly after he released the book. And what you notice is the talk of entering politics and leadership and all of this stuff. You know, at at the beginning of this press run for Matthew McConaughey, he was very sort of... Um, aloof about it, mm-hmm. you know, the, the idea that you want to do a lot of good, you know, is appealing to him, but what do you do with those feelings? So now we're at a point of where he did an interview yesterday where they asked him currently, what are his thoughts on getting into politics? And he says, I'm looking into now, what is my leadership role? Because I do think I have some things to teach and share. What is my role? What is my category in my next chapter in my life that I'm going to do now? And then they asked him if he was serious about taking a run at becoming governor of Texas. Wow. To which Matthew now responds, it's a true consideration. Really? Yeah. Wow. And we had talked about this a lot with with people who are at that level of fame and getting into politics of where Schwarzenegger did it right. He couldn't become president, but, you know, yeah. became governor of California. And any anybody who, you know, wants to dip their toe into politics, it's always about just wanting to be president, which is, is an ego feed, right? Mm-hmm. And we had always said that if you are serious about it and you are a celebrity and you do want to get into politics and maybe eventually become the president one day, whether you're Oprah or The Rock or... Ben Affleck back in the day, whatever, you know, become a mayor. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're serious, become a mayor, become a senator, become a governor, and then and then take a run. So the idea that he's considering a run for governor of Texas says to be that Matthew McConaughey is dead serious yeah. about a life uh, in politics. And you know what? I like him a lot. And I think, I think he could do some good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's, right. you know, he's smart. He's funny. He's charismatic. But, you know, is he a politician? I don't know. I don't know. We'll you see. You think he would have opened up Texas? The way they've opened everything up? Oh, God, who knows, man? I like, that I don't yo, know McConaughey hear, well enough to know. Did any you of those hear questions. that the stadium where the Texas Rangers play? Yeah, they're allowing full capacity sure. at their ball games. Sure, and they actually play the Jays on April fifth. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's the Jays' first yeah. first game, and in Texas, they're looking for their Texas Rangers game. Yeah, forty thousand plus. Yep. Masks are still going to be required in yeah. the stadium when you're not eating or drinking. Yeah. And they're going to have sections like blocked off, I guess. Yeah. But still, to fit 40,000 people man. in one spot, they're don't, doing it out there in Texas. Don't mess with Texas. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, it is official. Michael B. Jordan will be directing Creed 3. Bro, can I tell you? So MGM says this, Michael's vision for Creed 3 is incredibly exciting and will undoubtedly be an important contribution to the canon for the storied franchise. This is what they said from MGM. We are thrilled to bring his directorial debut and share his next chapter in the Creed story to theaters next year. Michael said this, directing has always been an aspiration, but the timing had to be right. Creed 3 is that moment at a time in my life where I've grown more sure of who I am holding agency in my own story, maturing personally, growing professionally, and learning from the greats like Ryan Coogler, most recently Denzel Washington, and other top-tier directors I respect, all of which sets the table for this moment, this franchise, and in particular the themes of Creed III are deeply personal to me. I look forward to sharing the next chapter of Adonis Creed's story with the awesome responsibility of being its director and namesake. Yo, I am so hyped. I know, but Creed II sucked. Creed 2 wasn't as good as Creed 1. Creed 1 was like one of my all-time favorites. I love that movie. The first Creed was incredible. 
The and training montage I go back to. The story was beautiful. All the time right? on yeah. YouTube when you I do, need huh? to amp myself up. Yeah. Yes. And I listen to the soundtrack for Creed 1 a lot when I yeah. need to hype myself up. Creed 2, I yeah. agree. It wasn't what I was hoping. Yeah. But I love Michael B. Jordan so much, and I love that franchise so much. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot for sure. I'm happy that he's taken over. Yeah. Because he is that character. Yeah. They blew it with Creed 2, though. They really did. They had a great thing going, and they blew it. Uh, Also, no word yet from MGM on whether Sylvester Stallone will return for Creed 3 to play Rocky one more time. Mm. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, apparently there's a new show and each season of the show will quote be self-contained romantic comedies inspired by the music of a beloved pop star. Okay. And this is by Fox and one of their hour long episodes in the series will be based on the music of Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> Sorry, can you let me? I don't think I heard you properly. Okay. Can you just turn the music there's, down for a second? There's a can you new, say that one more time? The whole a, thing? There's a new series being yes. developed by Fox. Yes. Based on the music of Huey Lewis in the News. It's an hour long anthology series, they say, self contained romantic comedies inspired by the music of beloved pop stars. So each one will feature it, the, the entire series. Like, it's not like it's going to be. The, like the, the soundtrack for it, but these series will be based on the music. So it's not like the music is going to be a companion to the writing and the acting. The writing and the acting are going to be based around the songs of beloved pop stars. And one of the episodes is Huey Lewis in the News. <laughs> How do you feel Seriously. about that? Yo, I love this song already, so I'm down. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? I don't care. I'll watch no, it. I want a new drug. Right? Sure. It's a good one, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Are you into it? Me? Yeah, I'll watch anything, man. You know me. <laughs> anything and everything. <laughs> Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right, gang, time to answer some questions. It's part of Ask Roz and Mocha. Hello, Jeremy. What's up? Hey, I got a question. Okay. So what's your partner's catchphrase? What is your partner's catchphrase? Hmm. Yeah, what, something that they say all the time. Yeah. What's yours? What's your partner's catchphrase? Uh, it's windows and doors. What does that mean? Huh? It's uh, one time we were just hanging out and she asked if I could close the door, but the door was closed. She meant the window. So now anytime she asks the same sort of thing, can you pass me my plate, but it's a bowl, I just go kind of, what plate? <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Uh, Fair enough. Roz is Catherine having cat. Yes, she does, and it's 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 crazy because we talked about this the other day at home, um, which is the thing that she says most often. Her reaction to just about anything in the house, if like if um, one of us finds like a great movie on Netflix, if uh, if dinner's done, and I say, "Hey, babes, dinner's done," yeah, or if I suddenly have the afternoon off, Catherine's reaction to all good news is the same thing. She just goes, "Girl." <laughs> that is her reaction to everything. Yeah. Every, every, everything. And Roxy does it too. So the two of them, I'll just listen to them. They'll be like, girl, she'll go, girl. You know, it's funny <laughs> you say that because now that I think back, so we were doing a photo shoot recently, you and I, yes. for the new Razamoka show campaign. Right. 
And in the room that you and I were in, like everyone was socially distanced, right? Yeah. So we did some photos. We had to do some of our photos separately. Yeah. And when it was my turn, from the side of the room that I was at, for Catherine to call me over yeah. to take my photo, she was like, girl, you ready? Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's what, yeah. Girl, yes. yeah. It, like her whole thing, every every single it. response uh, she has is, that is to something positive is, girl? Yeah. Oh, uh, God, does, that's awesome. Does, does Jenna have a catchphrase? You know, I've, I've been thinking about this. What's I, going off to your phone, man? Why is there this big squeal? Girl? Girl, <laughs> fix your phone. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. Let me think about it a little bit more. Okay, Damn it more. You go ahead. Okay, because I, nothing comes to my mind. Like she doesn't say anything so frequently that it's become like a Jenna exclusive thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Right? What's your name on the phone, bro? Uh, Jeremy. 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 We're gonna let you go. Your phone. I can't even. You, there's like a squeal on your phone right now. Okay, no problem. Okay, uh, but girl, windows windows thanks for the call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Damn it, Maury. Okay, so we know the great thing is with Maury and Matthew is that because Maury records so much with Matthew, yeah, that you already know what some of Matthew's great catchphrases are just because, and keep in mind, I don't know what life is like when you guys are not at war with each other. Oh, it could, when we're fine, yes. he has one at home. Yes. Anytime he's telling, because he gets bored just doing anything. Yeah. Whenever we're talking or I can hear him on a Zoom call when he's telling a story, half of it is la la la. So okay. he'll be like, okay, so then Maury went into the kitchen and la 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 la. Okay. Literally 10 times a day. So his la 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 is blah, 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 or yeah, yada, 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 yada. Right. Okay. I got you. I got you. Um, but I have some examples here, Mocha, okay. um, that I'll play for you and everybody else of what um, I think are some of Matthew's catchphrases that will probably be um, recognizable to the people who listen and, and love this show and love okay. the damnits. Okay. So let's start off with this one. Thank you. 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 <laughs> okay, so that's the, uh, that's, that's thank you. Uh-huh. And then, uh, of course, we have this. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Matthew. Excuse me. 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 Okay, I, so you know what? Yeah, I would say that "excuse me" is definitely Devin Matthews' like exclusive saying. One hundred percent, because we even say that, right? Uh -huh. Like, I've started saying that now. Like, if Maury says something ridiculous, I look at him and I go, "Excuse me," yeah. right? Like, I now react to Maury the same way Matthew reacts to Maury. But then we have this, and this is a recent one because it never got this tense. And I don't know where this is just life during COVID or anything. Okay. But there was a new Matthew catchphrase that popped up in all the research that Maury was doing to determine what Matthew's great catchphrase was. Okay. And there's a late entry into the thank you and excuse me. And that is this. I'm going to stab you. <laughs> I'm going to f***ing kill you. <laughs> Maury, are you dumb? I'm going to give you a black guy. I will chop these feet off. I will murder you. No, I will hurt you. The threat of violence. <laughs> I would say I would say just generically the threat of violence is one of Matthew's greatest wow. catchphrases. Uh, you <laughs> know on, what? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Matthew. Excuse me. 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 
Excuse me. Yes, that is definitely a damn it, Matthew thing. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Dallas says here, what song reminds you of your childhood the most? Oh, wow. My childhood the most. Yeah. Like when you're a little, little kid or when you're sort of like 10 or 11 where you're actually listening sure. to real music? Um, Let's say like when you're a child. Like is there something that takes you back to a specific moment or a specific day in was, your life? Ross, was it the piano they played during the silent era? Shut up. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to stab you. <laughs> I'm going to cut your feet off. That was a weird one. I don't even know what was going on that day when he said I was going to cut your feet off. Lori um, probably walked in through the door and just said, hi, Matthew. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to uh, Maury, what's the song that, remind, that, that that sort of brings you back to your youth? Always, without a doubt, walking in Memphis. Not the Cher version, the Mark Cohen version. Right. Because my dad and I, we went to Memphis together on a road trip. Yeah. And now whenever I hear that song, it immediately, I can smell Memphis. It reminds me of Memphis. I could smell my dad. Like, it just reminds me of, of him immensely. When was that song released? Uh, not today. No. But I'm gonna... <laughs> Excuse me. Chop off your feet. I do not know Excuse that. Excuse me. Song. Put on my blue 91. How old were you in 91? Well, I was born in 78. So how old were you in 91? 78 to uh, 98. 78 to 88 is 10. Uh -huh. <laughs> so how old are you in 91? 10, 11, 12, 13. Like, like, uh, like around 13, 14. Around or specific? Thir no, it, it, it has be, to be a uh, specific number. I'm going to say 13 because okay. my bar mitzvah was 92. Okay. You don't, you don't, but you don't have a song from before 13 because 13 is kind of old. Like you were listening to actual like grown up music by 13. But you're, the question was what song reminds you of your childhood? But, so, but, but like, you, I guess 13 is a childhood, that. right? Is 13 yeah. childhood? Yeah, like, I, I guess, have like, I there's guess, a lot of like music from artists like when i was in high school that just take me back to those days where i can remember specific moments like stuff like biggie or right. tribe called quest or wu-tang any of that like any of the hip-hop stuff what about back let's, then, let's right? say pre-high school let's but say pre-high school when you're talking like kids like earliest memories right yeah. there's one song that sticks out and i'm so glad dallas asked this question because it popped up on a playlist i was listening to recently mm-hmm so when my parents moved to Canada from England through Guyana, yeah. in and around the same time, all my other family members from Guyana were all moving here, right? Every couple of months, somebody new was coming over. And on the weekends, the family, they would all, because nobody knew anybody else like in the neighborhood or anything like that, right, right. Um, they all lived in like basically two apartment buildings that were side by side in multiple units. Gotcha. So on the weekends, they would always get together for parties, hanging out, for dinners, stuff like that. And then once people started getting into their first homes, they, parties would continue on the weekends, right? Mm -hmm. And when you would go into the house, the party would take place in the basement. And it was an unfinished basement with like lawn chairs, sure. like just patio furniture set up. Yeah. And you always had your table that had snacks and drinks. And one of my older cousins would be the one in charge of playing music. Mm -hmm. So all the kids were like playing or just like hanging out or whatever, sitting there bored. All the parents would be dancing. And there's one song and it's a slow jam. It's a slow reggae song that I just specifically remember in the basement of like an uncle or aunt's house where all the adults would get together a little too close, mm -hmm. right? But it's a beautiful song. Sure. And it just reminds me of those basement parties and, like, my family getting together. Mm -hmm. And you may know this song. Let me play it for you. Yeah, 
called Someone Loves You, Honey. And I want you to know. Oh, this just takes me back, man. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. This reminds me of my childhood. What is it? It's called Someone Loves You, Honey by June Lodge and Prince Muhammad. I like that. So all the aunts and uncles just get together and and, and dance to this song. Oh, my God. I love this song so much. Um, I think The Gambler by Kenny Rogers was the only song that I ever remember listening to with my dad. I think it was the only song my dad ever liked. Really? Yeah. Um, But the song that sort of brings me back, like if I have to think of a moment where a song was impactful because of what was happening in my life at that moment, uh, the first time I ever was at a junior high dance and I danced with a girl like sort of pseudo inappropriately for the time where you were, you, there was no touching, but you were touching. Yeah. And like where we were close, I think that the, the first time I ever remember dancing with a girl where you did that move where your legs were sort of in between one another. Okay. Right? Yeah. So like her thigh was in between my legs, my thigh, no, no, my thigh was in between. Pandemic, man, we can't yeah. get that close. I know, my, but anything my, my thigh <laughs> was in between. I hope 20, COVID 20 comes after this because I'm <laughs> never demonstrating that. But where my thigh was in between her thigh and her thigh was in between my thigh. And I felt like what it felt like to sort of be that close to like something so soft, right? Like girls were soft, right? And it was at a, and it was at a school dance and the song that was playing while that I experienced that for the very first time, I think it was around like 1985 was, um, the rain by orange juice Jones. Oh, (laughs) for real. Hold on. Now let me find this song. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a yeah. second. Orange Juice Jones is it Orin? Not Orange. Orange Juice Jones, right? Wasn't this, is this the video? <laughs> is this a song where he tells the girl off too? Yes, 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 <laughs> right? yes, yes. Like close to the end of the song, he yes. like tells her off yeah, and tells yeah, her to get yeah. out of here. You without me, baby, is like cornflakes without the milk. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this song though. Oh my God. And, oh, because he, he catches this woman yeah. cheating. Yes. Right? Yeah, he followed her. You know what I did the yes. other day when you left for work? I followed you. Yeah, this track. We were holding hands. You were holding hands. We were holding hands. would never be the same. So this is but the yeah, song, this is huh? The, this is the track. Yeah, absolutely. I remember my uh, and, slow dance to... Yeah, and, uh, and then what happened was is that the girl that this was happening with, her name was um, Missy. Uh-huh. And Melissa. Okay. Uh, and the interesting thing about Missy was that um, her dog's name was also Missy. And the, oh. we- and the weird thing was is that they had the dog before her. Hold on. Missy's parents named her after the dog? Yeah. That's so weird. Weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because everybody was like, why did they name the dog after you? That's weird. And she would always have to correct people and like, they had the dog first. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maury, she must have been saying? pissed. Yeah. What were you saying? I was saying, I remember the only um, the she song She wasn't pissed. Playing. She had a pull-out couch, by the way. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I remember the, the only song I slow danced to with a girl. Which was? Did I say that right? Yeah, the only song that you ever slow danced to with a girl. Yeah, yeah, was uh, "Extreme" more than words. Oh, oh, that's a classic. Well, let me get more to this part of the uh, the Orange Juice Jones song. We start telling her off. Oh, oh yeah, this, yeah. oh, this yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this. She walks home. Yeah. And 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 she takes off her jacket yeah. and sits on the couch and he's taking his jacket off. Yeah. yeah. I missed you too. I missed you so much. I followed you today. <laughs> that's right. 
Now close your mouth, cause you cold busted. Try to sit down here. Oh, sit down here, so upset with you don't know what to do. My first impulse was to run up on you and do a Rambo. <laughs> oh my god. Jamie and flat blast both of you. Flat blast both of you. $3,700 links cold. So violent. So instead, I chill. Every dime, <laughs> and then we can cancel all those credit cards. Yeah. Yo, savage the charge counts. Yeah. Yo, and in the, and in the music video, he's wearing a long sleeve shirt, and while he's like telling her off, yeah. he's like rolling up the sleeves. Yeah, like, it's, a, it's a violent song. Yeah. They used to play this time. This was a, this was this was a junior high banger right there, right? <laughs> And the teachers were okay with that? 1985. It's not in the eight more. I'm telling you, I can't tell you this enough. When you were like 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever it was in that time period of the 80s, teachers did not care. Mm, okay? There was like, they, they, our high school dances was like, it was the, the, the gym teacher would stand in the corner and watch kids dry hump until they couldn't walk. And then, Just get out of your system. and then, yeah. Okay. And then we all just went. Went home. Oh my <laughs> wow. God. Yeah. Uh, I am SV7 says here Can Dammit Maury cook three things himself that does not include corn? I've been and, doing and, and not really from well. Not from a good food box. Okay, then that changes my answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, because as we've known uh, throughout history of the, the Razamoga show, anytime Dammit Maury mentions anything that he's made that's not from exactly. a box, you always mention always that you throw corn. corn because it adds there. a little color. Right. You know? um, but but I've, who, been... I've never said that. You know what that needs right now? More yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been doing a lot of the, I know it's good food boxes, but like I've been doing a lot of cooking from them. So I'm learning a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now, do I mean... all the ingredients that in the, the meals that you're making with them include corn? No, no. I was going to say until Ross said not including those boxes, I was going to say that I've been really learning a lot about cooking yeah. from those boxes because... Yes, they come, everything's portioned out for you, but you still have to cut the potatoes, you still have to do everything, like yeah, you still have to follow the instructions. Yeah. But take all that away from me and everything I cook has corn. Now, in. do you feel... And if there's no corn, then green peas. Do you feel that you have progressed in your own skills when it does come to cooking? Like if you're if, uh, if on a night when you're not cooking good food boxes, mm -hmm. do you revert back to cooking the things you did before you started getting meal delivery? Or do you sort of incorporate what you've learned in into a night where you have sort of freedom to, no, to cook anything you want? Right away. You do. If I don't have a picture card, I don't know. What it's a box, box of mac and cheese. Yes. Right. Okay. But I appreciate now learning that to make a sauce or something like when you're making pasta or whatever, yeah. like I would have never have learned that you cook everything in a frying pan first, you boil the pasta, then you put the pasta in the pan with mm -hmm. everything else. Mm -hmm. I never knew that. Yeah, Roxy, um, we we get... Catherine and Roxy order good food because Roxy's really taken to it, and she cooks That's the nice. whole meal, right? She does start to finish. Yeah. I will be her sous chef, meaning if something really hot and something heavy has to come out of the oven, I will be the muscle in the kitchen. Uh -huh. um, if she can't cut all the way through uh, an entire thing, potato, sweet potato, whatever it is, I will I will do that. But other than that, she seasons everything, gets everything in the frying pan, all this stuff. She said to me last night, she was like, Dad, don't forget about the fond. 
And I was like, how do you know about fun? Yeah. Yeah. And she's, and oh, she's man. like, she's like, well, that's why we cook the chicken in the pan. She's like, and then she's like, don't, uh, don't get rid of it. Yeah. Don't wash it. And I was like, and I was like, let me tell you, well, let me tell you the, the trick with this. And I go, have you ever, I go, do they tell you instructions on how to deglaze something? And she's like, no. And I go, watch this. And so I had all, we cooked this chicken in this pan. It was all just crusted onto the bottom. Mm. Right. And, uh, and then I cranked up the heat high. And then I just literally threw like a tablespoon of white wine in the bottom of the pan and then just took a wooden spoon and just started slowly, lightly scraping it. And all that stuff comes up off the bottom of the pan. And the pan is clean, but all that flavor is now in a nice sauce. Mm -hmm. And then she threw in her vegetables and everything else. But I'm like, what do you know about fun, girl? Yeah, that's good. On the cards. I didn't know, like, there's also a demi-glaze, like I, which I still don't know. Demi-glace. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is basically like some sort of brown gook. Yeah. And you cut that open, pour it in. And yeah. then there's plasimas. Yeah. Plus plasimas. Yeah. Um, which is where you're preparing all of your ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's good. It's good for kids. It's yeah. really good. Sorry, Maury. Um, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's or, easier. Or people who didn't grow up in a kitchen or people who don't already know sort of how to make a bechamel or a demi-glace or any of this other stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. It's really good for that. And their flavors are like the, the flavors are they're they're good. They're like good. Um, Monday's meal. I got no problem. With um, it. I made a, a a smash burger. Like yeah. I got scratch. okay. You put a picture of a smash burger on on Instagram, right, yeah. or on Twitter, whatever it was. I didn't comment on it because I don't want to get into a whole thing. That was not a smash burger. Well, I'm. I, I wouldn't. Here's the thing. I wouldn't I, argue the, with you because I don't know. But one of the pictures that you put the the burger that's in the foreground. Get the. Do you have the picture right now? I can. Get one it. of the pictures in the foreground. I can show you on my. I'll get it on my phone. The 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 burger in the foreground of the picture. It's like a. It's a where's the beef situation. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't see. I couldn't see the patty inside this burger. So what do you have? Just bread. It looked no, like it was, it was just bread. The patties like they. It was like a meat. It was them. a meatball inside a tiny hamburger <laughs> bun. That's oh. not a smash burger. What it's is the definition of smash? What did burger? you smash it with? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? Like I don't know. I thought it was called a smash burger because like that's a cool way to like yo no. dog that burger. Wait, how, did you, how did you how did you prepare the burger? Well, you put all of the ground beef in the bowl yeah. because seasoning the spices and all the stuff it sure, tells you sure, to do. Sure, sure, sure. And then you grab a hunk with your hand and form it around, and then you cook it in the pan. Okay, so but you didn't like flatten it. You didn't I smash flat- it down. I flattened it with my with the palms of my hand. No, but you didn't use anything else, like a, so, like a big thick spatula, or like let's say, um, yeah. But like put parchment paper on top of the the, the meat, and then use like a, a, another pan or it's the a, bottom of a pot or a well, pot. It said to I to just flatten use my it. Hand. No, no, because oh. what what gives you that crust on a smash burger is that process of smashing it into a hot pan. So oh. it's not flattened before it goes in the pan. pan. It's flattened um, while it's in the pan. Okay, truth be told. And then you leave it there. I know I said pan, but Matthew wouldn't let me cook in the pan because then it smokes everything. I yeah. cooked the smash burger in the oven. In the oven? Oh, my yeah. God. Damn it, you had, Maury. You had baked hamburgers? For 45 minutes. <laughs> okay. For 45 minutes. For 45 minutes? Yeah, because Matthew said, I don't want mine pink. Put it back in. That's how many times. <laughs> <laughs> Stop don't it. Stop, let's okay. not go there, guys. Okay, okay. Look at. I'm going to show you the picture of a yeah. damn Mori smash burger. Okay, okay. <laughs> and you, you tell me if this looks like any bloody smash burger that you've ever seen in your life. Hold on. Okay, yeah, exactly. That's a meatball in a dinner roll. <laughs> right. Uh, I can't even see the meat. No, thank you. That's what she said. I right? see a hamburger bun. Yeah, that's a meatball in a dinner roll. <laughs> And Maury said, made smash burgers tonight. No, you didn't. <laughs> and I was like, no, you didn't. But I didn't want to get in that fight with you. But oh I wouldn't have argued with you because God. I didn't know until now what smash meant. Right. Damn. 
Yeah, but also, so what do you He goes, I made dinner, exclamation mark, beef smash burgers with green peppercorn sauce. My dad would be so proud. No, he wasn't. Your father's disappointed in you right yeah. now. <laughs> this is because this right here is not the burger that you give to your father, right? He would that, be very disappointed. He would be very disappointed in that burger, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the, you, have a, you have a full inch. This is a tiny little bun, and you got a full inch plus of space between that patty and the edge of the bun. You know, Matthew threw half of it out. Why? Because it tasted like a boot? You know, it was... <laughs> <laughs> Cook a burger for 45 minutes in the bread. oven. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you throw it out? Oh, because it was dry. <sighs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Duh. All right, Elise says here, I'm listening to the podcast from the beginning, and I need to know, does the smooth, cool dude ever get any better at mouth charades? I'm rooting for him. But he's really not that good. Oh, do I ever get better? Of course I did. <laughs> Keep listening, Elisa. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Uh, another cooking question here. Sarah, I'm pretty sure we answered this recently, okay. but we'll answer it again. Whatever. Sure. Sarah says, what is your favorite spice to cook with? And if you could only use or eat one type of spice for the rest of your life, which would it be? Question for you. Yeah. Uh, is Where are we putting salt? Salt is a spice. So my thing is only salt and pepper like i would just use salt and pepper because that is the most common ingredient in our house that we use pretty let's, much with everything okay let's say salt and pepper we can keep okay so now we're going to additional spices like mm. when you open the, the, spin the spice things. rack yeah. all of that stuff like what is your sort of go-to spice and then i have another question okay. are we talking spice or are like just spices or are we including in there dry herbs no 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 spices just spices yeah because i would i would exclude or like you know I, i'm assuming you're talking about parsley and cilantro and all that no yeah like dried thyme because i would i always go for dry oh, thyme dry like thyme dry is great thyme. in everything yeah. it's great in a soup it's great in potatoes it's great on chicken it's like dried thyme is a is an herb that i is use probably thyme, more than it more the one than, with the teeny tiny little leaves down the thick, the thick hard stem. Excuse me. Hmm? What's the, the what? what's the herb that has the itty bitty little leaves on top rosemary. of the spike? Rosemary. Rosemary. That's no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Time. Yes, time. 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 Yeah, time. Rosemary. Has a really rose. Strong. Smell. Rosemary looks like a mini sort. Like look, like, almost looks like pine needles, but yeah. thicker, thinking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I list my favorite Ro one of the herbs. Yeah, rosemary is really good. Now, as so far as spices, as far as spices go, I I, don't know, I I always like a chili, chili spice. Like a cayenne kind of thing, like yeah. a or or like chili flakes. Like chili flakes, is that a chili spice flakes? or no? Yeah, I would say that. I like okay. Absolutely, I'm a big fan of cumin. Yeah, cumin's good. Um, God, I mean, I use like right, I like smoked paprika. I use in a lot. Oh, of things. that's good. I use smoked paprika in a lot of things. Um, I do use a lot of cumin. My answer would be herbs de Provence. Yeah, I hate it. It's Catherine loves it. I don't even know I what that is. What it. is it? Like it's, it's a mixture, right? From the province. Yeah, of I know, but is it what's? It's, it's a, a mixture. mixture. It's a mixture. But how yeah. many different? There's like seven things in there. Yeah. Is it lavender. Really? There's all kinds. Yeah, of, but it really you can tastes use it on everything. I because you know me and lavender, I can't stand oh, lavender. It, yeah. And with herb de Provence, that's all. Is it because of that study that a medical person did once that said no. that a lavender gives men men man boobs? Man, man. What? Lavender makes men grow boobs. Yeah, I don't know. Is that why you eat so much of the herb de Provence? Yeah, you're why, to why are you eating it, man? <laughs> like, are your boobs, you trying to get your boobs bigger than yeah. what they are now? Like, I yeah. love herbs of Provence. You do, huh? Yeah. Uh, you know, but I'll tell you this, too. Like, uh, you know, every now and then, if I'm just uh, 
doing whatever. Like even an Italian mix is good. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll use I'll oh, use, we that. use our Italian mix a lot. Yeah, but um, but smoked paprika for me definitely. Cumin for me definitely. Um, oregano for me, but I, I guess pizza that's a spice. Uh, pizza spice. What is pizza spice? Oh, you can buy a thing where it's like pizza spice. Where what's in it? I guess like it tastes like up. a pizza. I guess it's spices that you would put on top of a pizza. It's a mix. It's a spice mix called pizza mix. That makes it taste like a pizza? Yeah. So it's like how gum, you can have pizza gum, and it's just like pizza flavor in there? Or is it spices to add to your pizza? Like to add flavor? I think it's spices to add flavor, but it's like a clubhouse thing, and it says pizza spice. Really? Yeah. Interesting. No. Uh, yeah, smoke pa- I mean, smoked paprika, uh, cumin, because I do a lot of Mexican stuff at home, and those yeah. are the sort of staples. I bought a Mexican oregano. Uh, a little while ago, which is just oh, so different, man. so brilliant. It's I love so oregano good. too. Mexican oh, Mexican so oregano because it's in flakes. Yeah, right. It's really, really. It's a great flavor. Um, and even God, I don't like that. Like I just have. There's so much. Um, but uh, but I would say my go-to if I'm reaching into the spice cupboard, what I grab more than more than not is um is dry thyme. That's uh that's what I use. I got a question here. Uh, Dallas. Oh, Dallas is asking another question. Um, what is the most memorable compliment you've ever received? Oh, mine's from Roz. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, the light that I could say that. Yeah. Right <laughs> Yo, bro, you just went pale. Uh, I've heard that one said before. Uh, yeah, okay. okay, so go ahead. What's the one you always say to me? You're good at everything. So clearly, oh, it's God. not that memorable if you can't even remember it, yeah, Maury. No, but no, it's such I, a good I, I always say that Damn It, Maury is um, really good at certain things, just not most things. How can you not love that? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's a great quote. Um, sure, let's put that on my epitaph. epitaph. Yeah, exactly. There on you your go. what? Your epitaph? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one, Ron? No. Like I, a compliment yeah. that somebody yeah, said? God, I where do I even begin? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Good thing we have endless time on the podcast. Um, no. I, okay. I would say, like, you, like, do you want me to be honest with you? Of course. Um, I would say that the greatest compliment that I've ever heard directed towards me is not even necessarily towards me specifically. It's more about what we do here. And that is anytime um, anybody ever either writes me directly or you meet them out somewhere um, where what we do on this show has, it's not just a companion, but when people say that they got over something Mm. because they were able to disconnect from whatever trauma they were going through for brief moments while listening to the podcast. Those are always the, the most incredible compliments that I like it's, there's nothing else that needs to be said uh, other than other than that. Um, somebody wrote me on Twitter not that long ago, and they were from a um, like a, a children's. I'm trying to remember what it was like a like an organization where at risk youth can go and meet with counselors. Yeah. And talk about things, whether it is uh, self harm, or whether it's issues at home, or whether it's uh, you know, problems at school, and kids that are, are are in a bad way. And and the tweet that they sent out to us was that they heard from. It got to the point of where they heard from so many kids who were going in there, and during their interviews, when they asked them, "What are the things you enjoy?" 
um, and sort of make you look, you know, look forward to another day or, 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 you know, what is the, the sort of moment in a day when you can, you know, forget about your problems. And they tweeted us because they said that they had heard from so many kids that the Raza Mocha Show podcast was the one part of their, their day Aww. that really, you know, gave them the, the, uh, the distraction and the, and the laugh that they needed. And, and they had heard it so, so many times that they actually tweeted at us yeah. and, to, and told us that. And to me, that was just the greatest compliment anybody's ever said. Yeah. Right. It was just the greatest, it's the greatest thing I'd ever heard. Um, similar, like along the, the same kind of lines. I love it when, or I like hearing from people who listen to the show because, you yeah. know, the four of us, you, me, Dan, Maury, Shen, we come in here every day and we do the show and we have a lot of fun. Yes, we have people listening, but we don't know exactly how many people at any given time are mm -hmm. listening. Right. And it's a lot as we've come to know. And it's those moments where pre-COVID when I would be out at the grocery store or at the mall or somewhere where I get to meet a fan, mm -hmm. right? Someone will come up and they just start telling you about kind of like their morning routine and how busy they are, but they still make time to listen to the show. Things like that yeah. um, I find uh, very complimentary because I don't think about that or, you know, we don't think about that when we're in here having ridiculous conversations or serious conversations or right. talking about the music that we play on the show, um, you know, what somebody else is what they have going on in their life at that moment, mm -hmm. right? Or how busy they are. And it just like, it makes me appreciate what we do uh, a hell, hell of a lot more. Now, what about a narcissistic compliment? Something that just like, that hit right in the ego. Like something that just wasn't you saying or doing something that was life-changing for somebody or got them through a hard time. Like, like if what's, someone compliments like, like my hat? Like, your, like what's, the, what's the deepest superficial compliment that you've ever had? Whether okay. it's about your body or how you are in bed so, or any of those sort of performance things. In bed? Yeah, because those ones always feel different too, right? Like when you get a compliment like where you're like, oh, yeah. And it, and it, had, to have been, and it had to have been genuine too. Do you have any of those, Maury? Oh, I might, I get my compliments on my ass all the time. From who? Yeah, right. I mean, okay. Pre-Matthew, people From be... Pre-Matthew? How long have you been with Matthew, though? <laughs> yeah. 14 years. Okay, so you said all the time. Yeah, so 14 years ago, 14 one years, years ago, ago, one person complimented no, you on many, your ass. Anybody who had the opportunity right. to see the oh. butt... Yeah, would right. say that is a great butt. Okay, who? How many people Sorry, are? Sorry, did are you we, want to go first, Mocha? How many people are we talking about here? <laughs> two, right? No, two at people. least ten. At least ten. At least. Yeah. Okay, stop. Mark, when ten. you say at least, that means there could be more. I think maybe if you added your father and the man who delivered you, assuming he was a man, that doctor. I think maybe your list of people who have seen your butt Dr. naked Moskowitz. is ten. Doctor Moskowitz. Okay, I think maybe. <laughs> you, okay. you remember? Okay, of course. I, I think. I think if you added your dad and Doctor Moskowitz on the list. I think we're at maybe 10 people yeah. who have seen your your butt naked. Maybe 10. Okay, then I'm raising the number your up father, to 15. Including your father. My what father actually has never complimented my butt. No, I'm not saying complimenting. I'm saying seen it. Oh. You said anybody, You said the amount of people that have seen it. Yeah. I don't think that there's, I don't think you're looking at 10 people that have seen you naked. What about Matthew? What does Matthew say about your ass? Uh, he says it's large. Blarge? No, large. Oh, <laughs> 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 I don't know because I heard you say blarge. I, I heard blarge. <laughs> what the what is uh, blarge? 
<laughs> so you take that as a compliment? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, if you're going to have a bubble butt, rock it. Yeah, blarge. <laughs> yes, you had to come up with a new word. <laughs> Every week on Instagram, you will oh, find us at Kiss925. Yeah, yes. I was going to say that Moko is talking about meeting fans. Yeah. And yesterday, uh, we were walking the dog. Yeah. And this girl was walking her dog, and she stopped. And when you say like, you walking your dog, you and Damon Matthew. Yeah. Okay. And she said, "Oh my God, is that Andy?" Yeah. And I said, "Yes, that's that's Andy." And I'm like, and she's like, "Oh my God, wow!" And I'm like, "How did you recognize us? We're wearing masks." She's like, "I didn't recognize you. I recognized your dog. Your dog's more famous than you are." Oh wow! Oh Look damn! That. <laughs> that dog's that dog's got that blarge. <laughs> Oh, man. Ask your question. Uh, we love getting these questions from you. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.